Welcome back to Through the Balcony. Today, we're returning from our hiatus and opening up a new chapter. Both literally and figuratively, as it turns out. It seems that once again we're using our chapter break as a chance to upgrade our audio equipment. Rachel's words at the end of the recap episode ended up being a bit prophetic, so I hope that you can hang with me as I relearn the ropes again. I did it once before, and I can do it again. But, before we get started, I want to thank everyone who's listened to our silly little game and supported us along the way. It's actually been pretty fun to be able to put this out there and share with you. I also want to thank my players who put up with my nonsense week after week. This story will be nothing without them. I mean, honestly, can you imagine this game without the Bitsy Spider? I am constantly humbled by how much they choose to make my world their own, and keep coming back for more after almost two years. And that's just this game. Poor Andrea's been in nearly every game I've run for the better part of a decade. So to all of you, Andrea, Dan, Rachel, Taylor, Luke, and even tonight's newcomer Nathan, thank you for telling this story with me. Here's just seeing where this road leads together. So, let's open this new chapter and see what two-for-one drinks and Bitsy can make of the old god's legacy. The decisions and choices of those that came before can echo across the decades and centuries, as you have all learned. Three kings and the betrayal that led to the destruction of their country countless millennia ago are still felt today in the heart of the Akan Desert. A mother's sacrifice of life and family and the threads of misery she left behind still haunt and drive her wandering son. A queen, seeking power at any cost, would unknowingly pass a divine spark to a child that, centuries later, would shake an entire kingdom to its core. And a coward, fearing death and hearing the words of an oracle, created and shaped the very instruments that would work to bring about his end. All actions have consequences that reach far beyond what we can envision or control. A perhaps somewhat discomforting truth considering the events of the past few weeks. You arrived in Halder with the intention of learning about and stopping the raids of Absinthe's half-brother, the pirate Warwick Bramble. A simple plan to draw his attention went awry when he surprised you with a ship with greater abilities than you'd expected, leading to the capture of a number of innocent people. The only way to guarantee their safety was to trade Absinthe for them, a deal they were quickly willing to strike. This led to a conflict during which it was revealed that he had made not only a pact with an eldritch being that had empowered him and his ship, but with a group of clerics that soon revealed themselves to be the champions of Kaven. During the fight, Warwick fell, and that should have been the end of it. It would have, if not for the fact that Kizzy's arrival in Halder had not been entirely accidental. Though the revelation that she was the daughter of King Traman and Queen Lucinda had been a shock to her, the five-headed dragon god Kaven had used Warwick to lure Absinthe, and by extension Kizzy, back to the island that was her birthright. Through her, he longed to gain dominion over the isles once again, but Kizzy refused to give in to him, preferring to stand against him in defiance. A decision that led to her starting on the path to ascension through the armor she now wore. More than a week has passed since that day, and you've all taken some time to breathe, rest, and recover. But now it's time to take your next steps. Chasing after some clues dropped by Kaven during your confrontation, you have decided to head to the continent of Kyrath, where answers to the number of your questions may lie buried beneath the frozen wastes. First, though, you're headed back to the place where this journey began many moons ago. As the evening draws on towards night, you are all gathered in the Deepwell Tavern. Absinthe, Kizzy, and Mouse Bitsy have rejoined you, Olik, after their conversation with Lily. As she and Elias pay for another round of drinks, she sits back and kicks up her feet. To our new allies, she says, lifting her tankard high. She drains it in one, sits on the table, and asks, When should we be ready to leave? I suppose tomorrow? If you guys are planning to not stay in port very long? Maybe the morning after. Oh, okay. We need about a day to get the ship prepped to go. So in a day, we'll set sail to Jarmalt, right? That's Through the air? Yes. Sure. If uh, We've got the ship laying low right now, so if you would all like to meet us about dusk tomorrow, Outside the south gate, we can take you there. Dusk at the south gate. It All does right. work. Time's not blowing his cover still. <laughs> still <laughs> over there, it. just pipes. Like, okay, I'm getting this down. Inhale, don't don't breathe it into the lungs. Just He's just getting high over there. 
sure time is being responsible and only smoking tobacco. <laughs> it's oregano. <laughs> <laughs> it's time. It's time. Ew. Ooh, that doesn't sound good at yeah, all. I don't know. Um, I don't know how that would. Uh, Kizzy's gonna leave. She'll be like, uh, absinthe. Um, there's something I need to take care of if we're only gonna be here for um one more day. So I'm gonna go take care of that now. Okay. Do you need any company? Nope. I can do this on on my own. Okay. I'm going to the palace. Just so you know. I was gonna ask. Yeah. Thank you for telling me. <laughs> I'm just gonna check in. So if you need me, um, well, if you disappear, at least we know where to start. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you need me, you can um, acquire Times Rocky Talkie, wherever he may be. Yeah. Mm. That guy. <laughs> She'll like okay. wink at Moss and then leave. He don't even know yet. What's the rest going to do at the bar? Shut, shut, shut. <laughs> <laughs> it is. You kill me how in sync we are because that is exactly what was going through my head. <laughs> <laughs> Lily and Elias will pay for drinks tonight. The least they can do. So is everyone just going to kind of stay here and, and drink for a little while then? Time's not blowing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Kizzy, could you roll a perception check for me? Uh, yeah. Hold on. Why a perception? Can it just be insight? Nope. Nope. It's <laughs> a nine. Twelve total. So as you're making your way up to the palace, it's late, so the streets are pretty deserted. Okay. Okay. Yep. Deserted streets. Let's go. It's not saying there's some people about. And as you're probably about halfway up to the palace, you do see something kind of out of the corner of your eye down an alley. Is it potentially a familiar corner of my eye down an alley kind of thing? You you see something out of the corner of your eye and you're turned to see someone kind of ducking down kind of another alley like they were, could have possibly been watching you. I'll follow it. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to investigate. So you, you head down that alley and as you turn the corner... Not really hiding so much is a familiar dragonborn tiefling who is looking right at you. Hello. Evening. I um had a feeling I would see you. I kind of hoped I would see you again. I've been watching you. Do you like what you see? Creepy. They don't really respond to that. She's just joking anyway. Is there something I can help you with? Why did you spare me? Because we're family. Hardly a reason. I don't have a lot of family, so it's precious to me. What do you want from me? I guess your support. Support in what? Whatever you're comfortable with. I, um, I, I'm, I'm not as strong as your previous em- employer, but uh, someday I hope to be, and um, maybe you can be by my side. I need your old persuasion check. Okay! With advantage, because I already kicked the kicked his ass? Yep, sure. Oh, I was just joking, but here we go. Ooh, I'm going to really need that, because it's a one and a seven, but uh, 14. Kaven has summoned me back to the Verdant Shrine. I suspect he is displeased with my failure to secure the shrine here. I mean, I'm not going to take it from you if you want to reside in there. I don't think anyone's going to bug you. Kevin does not broker failure. Uh, no, he doesn't seem like the type who would. I. If I were to stay here, what would you have me do? You don't have to stay here. Or you're leaving in a couple days, so you could come with us. You'll be out of his range, I believe. I mean, you'll never be out of God's range, but it, you'll be further away from here, making it safer, perhaps? I, I'm do just... not, I do not wish to flee that which is my home. Sometimes we don't have a choice. 
I didn't have a choice when I was, you know, little. So I, I, I want you to be safe. And I feel like maybe we could work well together in the future. I, I don't know what you could do here. I feel like you're in danger here. I'll be in danger wherever I go. Like, if it was 100% danger now, and you went far away. If I go with you, Kaven will hunt you. He already will. He's, he's done this. He's brought me here. He's, why do you think he would give up? Because now you have a divine power that he is hesitant to touch. And if you're close to me, wouldn't you also... He would be hesitant to touch you as well, wouldn't he? No. Uh, but if I stood in the way, I'm offering you my protection. I know it's not much now, but I can only hope that I can grow stronger. I have plans to grow stronger. Then when you grow stronger, let me know. All right. In the meantime, I will watch this island and your family. Is that a threat? Take it as you will. Okay. And monitor the activities of Kaven around the room. And Gowrie gives you a very long look. I'll be watching you as well to see what you do. I hope you do. I hope you like what you see. And so they keep their eyes on you for a moment and then turn, wrap their cloak around them, and dart off down a couple more alleys. I was like, be safe. <laughs> so you're gonna go back to the palace then? yes um you said it's evening is it like late enough for people to be in bed some people might be in bed yeah old people <laughs> time to party. Good thing i've got party parents <laughs> got a party sister yes i do Dude, your dad's pretty down to party too only with oleg okay um yeah i'd like to go to the um castle and ask for admittance into it hey, you're, you're let in um, and then I want to like seek audience with the royal family. Uh, it is late enough that getting an audience with all of them is going to be hard, mm -hmm. but you could have an audience with them in the morning. Yes. Right. And then I'll just find Simza and hang out with her. All right. Well, so you two okay. hang out tonight? Tell her that I'll be leaving soon. I just want to spend as much time with you as I can. And she's happy to do so. The rest of you all eventually find your way to bed, um, either at the palace for, for mo some of you or at the inn you have been staying at. Um, the next day dawns, and you've got time to make any last preparations or make any, say any last-minute goodbyes to people before you meet up with Lily and the rest of her crew this evening. Guys, I can blow smoke rings now. <laughs> it's not that hard. You just stick your tongue between your lips and go, boom. It's like, Ola can too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what, Absinthe, is there anything you want to do today? Well, I definitely need to, well thank Simza and what royal family is available All right. for this oddness but thank them for you know hosting us and show up in Kizzy like sitting there like yeah I'm part of it too yeah <laughs> no, like no did you stay at the at the uh, inn with everyone else or did you go to the palace um I probably wouldn't have walked alone so I don't know that made all of you so paranoid yeah so when you, you do arrive Kizzy is there with with the royal family kind of Greeting them in the throne room. Was there anything you want to say to them, particularly when you first yes. met them? Yes. Um, I wanted to clear up the air between my father and my mother. Oh boy. Okay. Ooh. I don't think I want to be there for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know if Simza would want to be there for that. Um, I, I guess like once they're all gathered, I wouldn't want it to be like a formal situation. But yeah. after Lucina uh, actually like spoke to Kizzy, she kind of got a little bit more courage to be like, I, I can do this. I, I'm going to talk to them. So once we're all together, he'll, uh, your majesties, I, uh, I had something happen, wait, 
We never told them what happened in the caves. Nope, you've really told no one what happened in that cave. Mm. So, so, some time ago, about a week-ish, uh, you may have heard a loud roar. Um, it was the avatar of Kaven. No big deal. Oh, this is going to make your mom real happy. <laughs> your mother real happy. Um, you, she, her face does kind of go a little pale and her jaw gets tight, but she doesn't get up and run away this time. He was here to collect me since I am since I'm of his bloodline. And he revealed to me that the blood came from this island. So, uh, and she'll look at her father and be like, it's uh, through your your side of the family. He does look a little grim at that and does nod, but doesn't really say too much. They're not really quite sure what to say to that. I don't think there's anything you can do about it. There's nothing I can do about it um, right now. But I feel like there are some parties in this room she will not look at the queen <laughs> that might um, want to. For- you need to get over it, Your Majesty. <laughs> it wasn't your fault that you had a tiefling daughter. And you seem so sad, and I don't want you to be sad anymore. You haven't done anything wrong. And I did mean it when I said thank you for sending me away. I, I feel like I would have had a different life here, of, of course, but. I like the one I have now. Roll a persuasion check. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's not bad. 21? Yeah, 21. Okay. I'm glad that was a high roll. <laughs> um, she, at being basically lectured by you, Ooh. she's not really happy with that aspect of it, but she does seem to take your words to heart. Uh, this, this is not something that she's going to be able to just get over in, you know, a two-minute conversation, but... uh. She does seem to take your words to heart and gives a slight nod and says, I will take your words into consideration. Thank you. I, I want to come back and I, I want, I just, I don't want it to be weird. And I know you told me not to stay away because of you and I, I'd like to come back because of you. Is there anything else you want to say to them um, or just kind of hang out with them for a little bit? Or? I managed to stare Kevin away for a bit. Simza trying to kind of break up the obvious tension in the room now. I was like, <laughs> that's a pretty impressive feat. I had help, um, but soon I want to come back. Not Eventually I want to come back and scare him away for good. King of I would be greatly appreciative if that can be accomplished. And I'm going to be leaving soon, and I, I uh, just wanted to say goodbye and sure that we're all all right and that if you ever need to contact me, that we can, we can do that. That would be very nice. Um, we can certainly send to you with Bellin's aid. He is very, very adept at that, and I would love to stay in contact with you. If I have extra spell slots, I'll, I'll certainly send it. I'll, I'll cast sending to you. We appreciate that. So about this time is when Absence gets to the throne room, and you thank them, and they grateful for the change of subject. Yeah, I figured. Because <laughs> uh, he's like, I'm sorry, I had to say it. That's why I'm here. They they assure you that they are extremely grateful for your your aid, and that you and your your friends are welcome back on the island at any time. Okay. If there's ever any way that they can repay what you've done for them to you, that they would come to them and ask if you need. Um, Olik, is there anything you would like to do? Um, yeah. I want to go shopping. Big surprise. Because, well, we got extra money from all the stuff that we've done with looting ships and split rewards. And um, specifically, 
I want to check out that wand of uh, spider's web. <laughs> All right, give me a second. I gotta find my shops. No. Like, of course, stuff can happen on the way, but main focus is Luke wants that, so Oleg's gonna get it. That has come handy in the past. Oh uh, yeah. Like, busy, like get in your spider form, and we'll go back to back and just spider whips. <laughs> <laughs> so you go to uh, the Leviathan scales. Yeah. And you wanted the wand of web? I think yeah, I think it's just the wand I'm of sure web. You're gonna have money for it, man. How much is it? It is four thousand gold. I have eight thousand seven hundred and ten gold. Who have you been robbing? <laughs> no one. Literally anything we we stop from moving, I take its gold. I mean, that is not untrue. This yeah. So there's there's a human with red hair behind the counter, and I'm not sure if you've been in this. Store. I have not. Okay. So, so you, you kind of heard from Absinthe in time that they had some magic things there, and she, Absinthe got their, their wand of magic detection, so you wander in, and there's a, a red-headed human inside kind of going about his business, and the bell above the door tinkles, and goes, oh, hello, sir. If there's anything I can do to help you, let me know. Uh, no. Yeah, I had a friend come in and, and got a wand, and I, I kind of wanted, what wands do you have? Oh, well, let me go through my, my list here for a moment. Um, so he goes, and he Goes behind the counter and pulls out a, a case and opens it up and lays out four wands on the table. I've got one here that will detect when people are nearby, specifically ones hostile towards you. Hmm. I got one here that'll shoot some magic bolts at you, at, at your enemies. At you. <laughs> that would be unfortunate. Uh, and then there's a, a wand here that'll paralyze your foes. This one's a bit pricier, and you can even tell it's got mithril and gold wound around it. Hmm. Um, and then I got one that'll uh, produce webs. And with that, Oluk will think back to all the times Bitsy has shot web and stopped people from moving, and uh, the gleam that crosses his eyes. How much for the web? Oh, well, uh, about 4,000 gold, if you're willing to part with that. Sack of gold. <laughs> well, thank you very much, sir. And you get, you get the wand of web and exchange You for... actually say sack of gold. So is there anything time that you would like to do? Uh, not that I can think of off the top of my head. With that, you guys kind of spend your day. You say goodbye to the people that you know here that you care about. Um, Simza wants to see you off at the palace gates, Kizzy. And Absinthe, whenever Absinthe says they're going to leave as well. Of course. Oh, of course. Simza embraces you. Yeah. Kizzy is like, you better come back as soon as you can. I will. I want to hear all about the adventures you've had. Mm-hmm. And any cute boys you kiss? Mm, or girls. I, you know, so they're cute. <laughs> kiss them. So she gives you a kiss on the cheek. Mm. Be well, please. I will. And if I, I'm going to look for that, I'm going to look for that, that I'm going to look for a sale. I'm going to ask around, anyone seen a dragon person? Oh, crap. What do they look like? But they're just like, I'm going to look for her, and I'm going to find her, and I'm going to tell her to not be stupid and to come back here, too. Well, that would be... Lovely if that could work out. And then she embraces Absinthe if Absinthe's willing and then gives yeah. Absinthe a kiss on the cheek. Woo! I hope you come back soon, too. You're the defender of the Isles. You have to make an appearance once in a while. Oh, <laughs> oh what a way to trap you into coming back. <laughs> yeah. There's I'm, witnesses. I'm sure. It's Haldarian law. It's verbal contract. <laughs> I'm sure I can work my way back here at some point. So you all find your way. Because he would have left and gone to talk to the Stormbreaker captain. Okay. Let him know that we will not be traveling back to Drandir with him. It's probably for the best because we made enemies with the bad person in the water. 
And uh, so Captain Joris, well, thank you for letting us know. We're, we're probably going to be in port for another few days. We've actually made a deal that we're going to escort a few Haldarian ships back. So it's going to be a slower voyage back anyways, so I completely understand. Make sure you guys are ready to fight. Maybe the Scions will come back. I sure hope not. We'll, we'll be careful. And uh, if you're ever in Drandir, be sure to look us up. Maybe we can uh, take you on board to help defend the ship again. Perhaps. Thank you so much for getting us here safely. Uh, you've, you've provided us with some stories that are going to last years. Thank you very much. That's great. So evening kind of starts getting towards dusk, and you all head towards the south gate of the city. And you find uh, Elias and Larian there waiting for you. Larian. Larian is the uh, half-elf uh, cleric. You have seen Liam. Liam. You have not seen Liam. You also have not seen Freya. Yeah. Because mm. Oleg wants to fight her. Yeah, we're going to Smash Club. It's true, you could go to Smash Club. No, we're not letting them in the city. So I guess that, are you guys all right with going to Jarmulk? I know that there was some debate. It's quicker definitely to just have them go to Jarmulk. Yeah, does anyone not want to take them to Jarmulk? I don't really want them in the city. We can ask them to drop us off, like maybe <laughs> a couple <laughs> hours outside of the city. and then. No, I think that's more leave. suspicious. They're like, we've got stuff to do on Kahas. We're just going to go there. It's a port town. I mean, they, they know where you're going. Does it seem like they're going to stop there or just drop us off there? Probably drop you off, maybe stop for a day or two. It, so, it sounds like, for re, that, like they needed like a day here. Like they needed this day to resupply the ship. And you guys are going to be in the air for weeks. So weeks. wanting to get, letting people about. It's, like, it's shore leave. I mean, what can, I mean, do you, if you have some concerns that they're going to do something in the city? Meet up with certain people. Share stabby hobbies. Some other people that we know that have some stabby, murdery hobbies. They were not stabbed. They were magic. Fired bald. I feel like she would still kill someone with a knife if she had to. Because he probably wouldn't care. She'd be like, yeah, drop us in Jarmok. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, at this point, like, absence, paranoid. But they've make, made the choice to, at least for now, trust. That's kind of why I was wondering about going to Jarmok. is because there is this alliance with them now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is. Like, if we're going to be... And to be fair, Lily really hasn't done anything that horrible to you guys. She definitely took advantage of it. for framing Absinthe for murder. It was all just, like, so wishy-washy. All of that was to steal the airship. There was no one got hurt. I mean, they could have killed Absinthe had that been what they wanted to do. Only the one guy got hurt, and he was apparently a bad guy, so... He was a criminal. Mm Mm-hmm. And Oleg got hurt, but he signed up for that. He kind of did. Yeah. He didn't sign up for poison. I didn't sign up for getting poisoned. So are you guys okay with them going to Jarmulk with you then? Yeah. For time? All right. Yes. So Elias and Larian greet you at the gate. And so it's a little bit of a walk. We're probably not going to be leaving until first light. We wanted to get everyone out there. Looks like tomorrow we may have some weather blowing in. That's good cover for getting us out of here unseen. And indeed, you guys, it's absent and only you guys really are caught at about mid-afternoon that you can smell some rain coming, and your your trained sea senses like oh it's just gonna be wind and wind and rain all right. And Bitsy does some uh, druid craft to let you guys know that oh yeah we're gonna gonna rain tomorrow. It's supposed to. Supposed to. So yeah, this is good rain. Whenever you guys smell <laughs> rain, you get suspicious. Yeah, is this a sudden magical Still storm that lasts forever? Why? So you walk probably for about two hours through some game trails and whatnot. Oh, walking. And maybe at the point you're starting to maybe worry a little bit, you, they kind of pause and say, all right, here we are. And they motion and there's just a stretch of forest 
thick, heavy trees in front of you. And then Larian takes a few steps forward and kind of fades behind a wall of illusion. Ooh. <sighs> Why am I not surprised? <sighs> and you follow, and walking through the illusion, you see a small little ravine. It's a decent width that the airship has harked itself in and is using this cover of forest to just hide it from prying eyes. Well done. And uh, it is as it majestic look? as a ship as you ever as you saw before. Mm. And you didn't even get a really close look at it last time, mm. but it's got the the broad open deck on, on top, and it's got the wing sails folded in on the side, and it's the lights on the uh, the arcane engine beneath the ship are dully pulsing at the moment. You see kind of hurried activity, and there's a little gangplank out across. And uh, as you start walking across that gangplank, you see Lily is there waiting for all of you, and she just kind of smiles, like, pleased to see all of you. It's welcome to the Dragon's Majesty. And you guys can see that there is a difference in the ship that was not there before. There are now gun emplacements uh, on the lower decks of the ship Okay, that were not there before. Almost like they're going to be shooting down on stuff. Almost. So you are led onto the ship. She, she gives a little bit of a tour, shows you where the helm is, and then leads it down to the, neck, the lower deck, or the, I guess the, the second deck. This is where and we'll be staying. Yeah, and she shows you where there's kind of a set of quarters set. That's just one room for all of you. Um, she lets you know that she hopes there's no hard feelings. There will be someone posted to kind of keep watch on you while you're on the ship. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's kind of understandable. <laughs> like, how's Kizzy going to do her thing if we're all sharing a room? What are you talking about, Absis? Lots of room. Who do you think's supposed to do what, Kizzy? That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> that's if he's interested. She doesn't really know. He seemed know. interested. Oh, that's the problem. He could be acting. And so it shows where the, the galley is and shows you where some of the other rooms are. And it kind of gives you a general tour of the ship. And it is a very nice ship. Elven made, so it's luxurious. Paid for by rich elven nobles. <gasps> Do we meet the cook? Uh, Do you ask about the cook? Yes. Elias and Larian are the cooks for this voyage. Okay. For this voyage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have they been your cooks the whole time? <laughs> to kick someone else off. We didn't really ever see them. Uh, you do see a few people wearing more uniform-like clothing that, while they're on the ship. That so You can tell the difference between the original Dragon's Majesty crew and Lily's crew. Uh, Lily, there is something I guess we should let you know before we uh, take off. The old captain of this ship is going to be in the city we're going to. I don't think she'll care about it. I just wanted to give you the heads up. Alright, fair enough. At least, she was there when we left her, so... It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would happily let her join if she wanted to. I don't know. She's a little, um, she's looking for a new path. Can't blame people for that. So she sets you up in your rooms, kind of gives you some limitations, like don't go down on the gun deck without someone with you, but you're welcome kind of to freely roam this deck and the upper deck of the ship. Because I'd like to roam. <laughs> <laughs> she does tell Kizzy where Moss's room is. She'll look at her suspicious. She's like, why, why, why do you want to thank you? Uh, so, is there anything else you guys want to do before you kind of bed down for the night in your new room? Um, what time is it in general? Mm, it's probably morning, early morning, mid-morning maybe. Okay, uh, I want to call the precious golem if Oleg will let Kizzy have the sending stone. Sure, here's it. Thank you. And she's just going to call and let them know that they're heading towards Jermalk and... Um, did Lily give us an estimated time? Of It'll be about three and a half weeks. Letting her know that we're about three and a half weeks out and excited to see She is everybody. equally excited to see you and says, oh, when you get closer, let us know. Mm -hmm. um, 
you let her know you're coming via airship? Uh, not yet. Maybe when we get closer. <laughs> All right, that might be good to let them. I mean, I mean, those don't get shot at. Yeah. <laughs> So the following, you guys all kind of bed down for the night. Um, y- there's a lot of preparations going on. Uh, as next morning dawns, uh, there's a light knock on your door, and I don't know if it's going to wake all of you up or it's going to wake time up. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. This time fr- it's Freya, the dwarven monk. Oh, like, oh, it's your friend. Yeah, I'm still asleep. All right. <laughs> like, well, uh, we're going to be taking off here shortly. If anyone would like to go up on deck. Because he's going to, like, just scamper up there. She has her um, holy symbol with her. Okay. Always. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to go up, too. This is yeah, new. We'll go up. Okay. So as you come up on deck, you look around, and it's light is just touching the horizon. And you feel a, a whir as the arcane engine kicks on. And you see that Lily and Larian are up at the helm of the ship. And Elias is up there helping with navigation. There's a member of the crew who's actually doing some of the controls to get the ship up and running. Actually qualified. Yep. Good at navigating. It's not just a um, boat. So. <laughs> uh, there's a moment of anticipation as that whirring just increases and you can feel the ship just starting to slowly lift up. Is there anyone close to us? Be like, is, it, is this normal? Yeah, Brazer. Oh, that's perfectly normal. Oh, okay. And then the, you, you hear kind of a, a creak as the ship starts moving in earnest and starts lifting up out of the ravine and you see that the illusion's been been dispelled. And as it rises up out of the ravine and above the tree line, the wings on the side just unfurl outward. And as once you're above of the trees, there's kind of some wind hits you and you can see off in the distance the oncoming storm and the clouds above are already starting darker than you would expect on for just a regular morning. And the shift lifts up, and you can see Halder just in the Bay of Iliana, just nestled along. You see the twinkling lights of the city, and even here you can see the colors of the different districts. It's almost like a patchwork of those colors on the city as you you rise up, because you get to look at your your home one more time, and it's it's beautiful from up here. And just this chance to fly as you see the the island kind of shrink below you, and the the wings shift to catch the wind, and are and the ship takes off in earnest, and you guys are now bound back for Jarmo. I am sad. Taylor is sad to leave. Kizzy is excited to travel somewhere. This still looks sick. Feel, this doesn't feel good. <laughs> <laughs> so as the, the the sun rises, truly it casts like the ocean around in just pure gold. You're just like you can where see that as you're way, heading off towards the sun right now. <sighs> um. Day is yours. What would you guys like to do on the airship? Why not? How do I? How I can be helped? Oleg does not have his sky legs. His sky legs. It's very different. I'm gonna look at everything, but also like, uh, is there anything I can help with? I'm good. It takes a little bit, but I'm good. Okay. Uh, you could help with the navigating if you want to. You can learn that if that's something that you. Yes. I I get the feeling Kizzy wants to stay up on deck and experience the. the Airship travel as much as possible. When I can see, yes. At night, though, we'll figure something else out. Yeah. Well, you probably want to sleep at night. Maybe. You are moving much faster than a, a boat would. Oh, my So, gosh. I mean, it took you guys almost six weeks to get here from Drandir. You're going to cover almost twice that distance in half the time. <laughs> How exciting. Is it chillier up here? It's chillier oh, up yeah. here. It'd be. Oh, no. Oh. I probably don't. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, time would like to go to the engine room, chat up with 
Monty. Okay. Uh, you are followed by uh, Moss would actually probably be taking you down. Oh, yeah, that's fine. And you actually don't even necessarily need to be led to the engine room because there's a constant chatter that becomes <laughs> <laughs> audible before you even get there. Finally, someone. <laughs> someone to challenge not my not very great intellect, but better than average. <laughs> so you, you go to the engine room, and it's in the bottom part of the ship, kind of on the same deck where all the, the cargo hold would be if it weren't full of you know, rocks, um, rocks and, and cannons. There's a, there's a few large stones that are kind of set aside to be dropped out of a cargo <sighs> door at the bottom. Um, but you're, you're let in, and there's a lot of arcane mechanical stuff oh. going on that is, at first glance, beyond... You're, you're like, this is a lot of stuff that does some cool things. There's magic here. New magic. So as you walk in, oh, no, no, got to make sure that the uh, the uh, arcane electro balance is maintained here. Oh, you, you you pull that lever, and you, I think I know you. I need you to go and push those buttons over there really quick. Which ones in, which, in what order? The panel over there, I need you to push 3571. Okay. 3571. They're not labeled. <laughs> <laughs> it's... There's, like, it's the or buttons in order, like there's yeah. just seven or seven buttons kind of in a panel. You push them, some lights come on, you hear some other some reactions going on. Good man, thank you, lad. No problem. So if you you and Monty can spend some time and like time is fine just helping out in the engine room. Yeah. So you I mean you can ask him questions yeah. and he'll be happy to explain how things work and he'll get distracted mid sentence and go and mm -hmm. he seems like he tweaks with things far more than he needs to, but he <laughs> is calm. he never stops moving, he barely stops talking. You do notice that one of the other engineers who is of the original crew has like things over his ears <laughs> is not paying attention. <sighs> yeah, it's getting better. Because <laughs> um, he's learning how to navigate. Absinthe, what are you going to do? Find the best spots on the ship. Ah, of course. For like looking awesome, but also seeing awesome things. Okay. At one point, I'm sure because he's going to see them. Like, oh, Absinthe's back to their old self. Awesome. <laughs> so <laughs> it's after... This day, it's going to mostly be ocean you see. And eventually you do, I mean, even this day you pass over where the the, uh, the Azure Shrine is. And you kind of look down and you can see the abandoned pirate camp. And you see uh, a ship of Pikin and a ship of Halder kind of there on site. Oluk, what are you going to do? Um, vomit. No, Oluk's getting it back together. Like, how similar to a boat? Not. Not at all. Because a boat has the, 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 yeah, the, the, the motion to it. This is steady. It, it's more shifting sideways with wind. Oh, it's weird. Occasionally lurching forward with a tailwind or kind of... So you're used to kind of an up and down. This yeah, is a yeah. side to side. This is, this is weird and new. Well, the side to side is a thing when you're sailing on the it ocean. Is. That is yeah. terrifying because that's the way you tip over a boat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this is like, it's, it's flat. And shifty, and it's weird. It's unpredictable. Uh, but yeah, because you can't see the air currents coming. But Oleg is going to make his way to the side of the boat and take out that Wanda Web and just shoot it. Oh what if it gets caught in, like, a wing or something? <laughs> no, like, I figured he would be back behind a wing. At, at the stern. Yeah, yeah, just, like, off the back. Just So Alves is at the front, Captain Morgan. <laughs> it's a, the ship's got higher railings than a ship does generally and lots of places to tie off. The wind, the weather is kind of following you. That storm is following, and kind of by the end of the first day, it's caught up with you a little bit. It's not really violent, but there's darker clouds kind of around you guys as as night falls. Next morning, absence as you go to find a place to look <laughs> epic on the deck. The storm's kind of going in earnest now, and it's raining, and there's some thunder every once in a while, and 
you actually go out and uh, Lily is at the head of the ship. And she's kind of standing there, just eyes closed. And just there's almost a peaceful expression on her face. And she just lets the storm rage around her. Well, I'm not going to interrupt her. She's actually just wearing plain clothes. She is just drenched by the time you get up there. So. Like, I'll keep an eye on her in case she, like, passes out or something. No, she, <laughs> but she's fine. Like, I mean, she's just kind of standing there and enjoying the storm. It's probably, like, you've seen all sorts of deceptive and manipulative expressions on her face. This is the first one where she just she has almost no expression. She just has, she looks like, okay, I'm just enjoying this moment. I'm trying to take in this, I'm trying to take in peace from this raging storm around us. Yeah, I'm not going to bother her then. So next couple days, anyone want to do anything beyond this? I would love to talk to Lily. All right. Where would you like to talk to her? her? Um, Just, I don't know, when we cross paths, just I mean, check in and be like, oh, how are if you? If you're helping learn to navigate, which you find that you are plotting a course that does not take you directly over Amakir, which is the most direct route between you and Jarmulk. Um, just in passing, whenever they like see each other, she'll just... Go out of her way to be like, oh, good morning, or good evening, or hello, how are you? And like, she's genuine with it. She's just uh, definitely trying to be present with Lily. All right. She greets you back and strikes up small talk with you whenever. Do I get any weird vibes from her in those times that we talk? Roll an insight check. I would love to. Just like, define weird vibe. <laughs> she, Ooh. She's weird. You are not rolling well tonight. I'm not. I might have to change my dice. Um... Well, so, 16. So, you, let me roll her check, whatever it needs to be. I'm kind of going off of the fact that, like, when we were in the bar, she gave off the distinct feeling that she's not happy with, like, she, she's not getting the happiness she thought she would, so I want to well, just I mean, kind that's, of... that's still apparent. Mm-hmm. She is fine. You don't really know her that well to kind of have a baseline mm-hmm. to judge her off of. Maybe I can start to try and get to Yeah, but that. like you, you can tell that she, when she's greeting you, she's making small talk, and it's genuine, but it's really to put up a front. It's guarded. It's very, very guarded. You aren't really getting an idea of who Lily is. But she's not lying to you. She's being, she's being kind, and it is well accepted. It's just, you can even tell that she's guarded with her own crew. So Fair enough. She's a she's a little crazy. Um, is there any point that she might like be alone? Not like alone in a room, but maybe alone at a table with like people. Eat, like, I'm sure, there'd the be a time situation? where if you kind of were keeping an eye out for that, you could approach her when she was alone. Um, I would I would just want to like talk with her and just be like, oh, so I recently met my sister. Um, and I think that's really cool. Do you? <gasps> oh, <gasps> <gasps> Ooh. times in the engine room and just thunk. <laughs> Because he doesn't oh, no. know. I explained to her. Not the sister part. No, but like the... I don't think you ever said that Warwick killed her sister, did you? Riven. Riven, sorry. I was a little bit preoccupied with the other parts of that conversation. I mean, honestly. Mm-hmm. But like, <laughs> still, why would you do she's trying to get to talking know? about family. There's she family wants to know stuff about going on. <laughs> like, Go, like, let, let this, let this, the this, this forest fire. The only related thing is all the people she's killing who are siblings. Um, yeah, because he could just ask about family. Because oh it's a big thing for her right now. He just found hers. Oh I just boy. found my blood relatives. My mother and my father and my sister, who's a twin. 
and we're all gonna die. <laughs> She's not like trying to be. I, a I know bad it's person. You're, you're certainly not. But anybody else here? But the, you just the came up doors and open? started pressing buttons. <laughs> and she did. <coughs> Roll an insight check. I for would me love to to go along with this really, really, really bad deception check. Oh, she gets advantage. That did not help that much. <laughs> I'm gonna roll a different one because all my babies are yeah, being bad. Yeah, she gets bad. advantage on all those. <sighs> Ooh, she rolled a four on the die. <gasps> oh, so did Kizzy. <laughs> oh, thank God. Um, oh, but this was an insight. Yeah. But deception. Oh. Deception. Oh no. Does she have more than fourteen deception? Shit. So yeah, she. Um. <laughs> I just. Well, like, she has fourteen deception. No. Oh, oh well, it's an eighteen for me total. That's what it is for her too. You can tell that that causes a reaction in her that she immediately buries about a hundred feet deep. All right, she stops talking about it immediately. She's like, I <laughs> but mean, she, um, but she does like, oh well, uh, I uh, my sister is the most important thing in the world to me. <gasps> That's how I feel about my sister. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not even gonna put absinthe near this. <laughs> I'm not even gonna give myself that option because I think they just explode. <laughs> Thank you explodes. again for letting us. Along the ride with well, you, really. you, you've done me a, a great service, so I appreciate that. She's like, she has absinthe. Of course, I'm sure we can help you in the future, too. All right, so a couple days pass. You guys kind of move beyond the storm, and there's just the sea out below you. I think it's going with moss. You, you, you know, <laughs> hanging out with moss a little bit in the next few days, you do find yourself in his room on a night or two. Oh, well. sweet. It'll just be totally casual. No big deal. Let's see. As is usual on a full moon, you go to bed tonight and you have a dream where Orison speaks to you. Um, the scene this time is yeah, a desert oasis. A calm breeze blowing over. Okay. Um, didn't know if you had any questions you had for her this time. Just nope. Well, then she spends the evening speaking with you about the spirits of fallen earth because that is a on topic for the new season. Yep. So... That's kind of the, the routine. You guys kind of mingle with the crew of uh, the Dragon's Majesty. You find out that the original members who stayed on are being paid better by Lily than they were by their original employee. Damn those Fedexes. And uh, that you asking around, you find out the original crew was just dropped off. Like, ship set down, get off the ship, and took off. So they were not, you know, disposed of. Keelhold. Apparently, like Absinthe, Lily is trying to think of being... Somewhat unbrambly. Proud. When I guess it, it, after enough poking around and finding out that information, because he's like, I'm really happy to hear that you were true to your word when you said that you let the other crew members go. Well, I, of course. I don't know. We, we've, it's been, you guys kind of screwed us over <laughs> when we saw uh, you last, you know. <laughs> Me, literally. And if Moss is in the room, she'll just look at him and then back to Lily. <laughs> well, I will admit that we did get off on the wrong foot. I, Technically, no, but it just you ended it on the wrong foot. This is fair. Hopefully, <laughs> we, we can repair that. Started by rescuing you. <laughs> Hopefully, we can repair that, whatever damage has been done by that. It was necessary to acquire this ship. Yeah, I'm going to admit this is pretty nice. Isn't it, though? Mm -hmm. I wish <laughs> that you hadn't stolen it, so then I could have ridden it sooner. But all in due time, I suppose. I would kind of like to, not invasively, but try to get to know Lily a little better. Okay. <gasps> Lily is much more open to talking to you than with... Fuck. Well, yeah, we have... I'm a nice girl. You are. We you have a little bit more history. Nice. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, you... Just to get 
to talk to her when we're not in peril or between, you know, talking between bars. Would you want to have a private conversation with her? Not about anything in particular. I mean, like if you like if if she invited you like to her room to talk, I would be up for that. I was I wasn't sure like if you're gonna still be like within sight lines of people at all times. And I feel at this point, if absent were to disappear, Lily would be the first person they check with. So you do find like you you speak with her and roll an insight check for me. She's good. Um, it's a whole fourteen. Um, you don't seem to get too much of a, a beat on her. I mean, she's open with you about some things. She kind of makes light conversation. You do kind of start getting kind of the feel for her. You do have a little bit more insight into her than Kizzy did going into it. Um, so you're, you're able to kind of ask questions and guide conversation in ways. And But, you I mean, you don't really find a lot about her history or her past. No, because I wouldn't ask. No, you wouldn't. But, I mean, she doesn't really open up that much. And I just want to get to know her as a person and not as a person who kidnapped, like, ish me. Do you, I mean, you do see the cracks in her emotional state every once in a while. I mean, she's... That's the other thing, is I want to be like, I can be your friend, but not with that w- those words. Yeah, and I think... <laughs> I can be your friend. <laughs> Please don't murder you don't, me. You don't sense any hostility towards you. I mean, she seems to be pretty true to her word that you, with that first interaction with her, that you kind of made her start thinking that maybe you weren't a bramble so much, and by killing Warwick and everything you've done after and being willing to put yourself at risk, she does seem to have accepted that you're not a threat to her. Um, <laughs> like, you're, you're not an active threat to her. No. But there, she's still definitely guarded around you and the fact that you are still Riven Bramble's child. Who isn't? <laughs> Me. Look in mirror. you know of. But meanwhile, as the dragon's majesty makes its way over the faded sea, far north of the Villas Academy in Amakir, a young elven woman is graduating to Journeyman, earning her right to leave the academy and expand her skills and abilities in the world. She meets with her friend and mentor, Revelyn, one more time before returning to visit with her family. They're overjoyed, of course, at how far she's come, at the control that she's uh, developed over her magic. She stays with them for some time, knowing it'll be a, the last time she sees them for at least a while, and there's no telling where this journey's going to take her. They try a few times to convince her to, to take her journey somewhere closer, Amakir or Hamillion, um, but she won't be moved, though she does agree to take along one of the family's servants, uh, Bethan. Uh, soon the day comes and she and Bethan travel to, to, uh, to the port at Avon Bay where uh, they call in a favor from her uncle and teleport with a Sryroop trading company to the port city of Cajas and Kel. Soon the two board a ship and travel south upriver. As the sun rises high into the sky, you see the city now, nestled along the sides of a broad river and built of the hills on the west bank. To the west are the eternally blowing sands and, the, and to the east the waste of the anvil of the sun. Like many cities you've read about, it's clearly built on the ruins of a civilization that came before. Near the top of the hills, your eyes are drawn to five large estates. Those are the merchant princes you've read about. Uh, Soon you're passing into the city, uh, the poor riverfront district being the first thing that you move through, and you see some small rundown buildings, a bar bar where a large oread is currently throwing someone off the the, the deck into the river. um, But not a a lot of people wandering in the streets. Um, Your ship docks in the merchant quarter. Uh, a section of the city much more newly built than the rest, not so much built on ruins. So, Zenithia of House Moonsnow, you have made it to Jarmok, the first step of your journey. What do you want to do? You are accompanied by Bethan. He is a drow-blooded half-elf. 
younger than you, but much older in appearance, because as half-elves don't age as gracefully as elvenkind do. He's been a kind of retainer for the family, a servant for a long time, and but he's he came to the family 30, 40 years ago. What he did with his life before that's kind of a mystery, but he seems pretty comfortable traveling. But uh, he's he's really just here to accompany you on this first step of the journey. Okay. So I have to make my way to... What is the merchant prince's name? Halas. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in what part of town? You're in the merchant quarter. So you are in this merchant area over here. Okay. Oh gosh, this is so old. It's been so long. So <laughs> old. Look at all those squares. What you have is kind of a, a lower, like, middle class on the other side of the river from the merchant quarter. And higher up on those hills is where, obviously, the upper merchant class of this city is. And these large buildings are estates that are even from here opulent and beautiful and much better built than even the rest of the city okay um over here is where the riverfront district you passed through was or kind of passed by uh but this is the city of jarmal so you have you assume one of those estates is of first prince Kalis. so it's me and bethan and then is there anyone else with us or is it just us two oh it was you you guys came up river on kind of a caravan of ships okay um, you've all they're un- unloading. You just kind of took passage with them. Okay. Would I be able to ask one of those merchant ships? Be like, hey, have you? Do you know what Scalus's estate would be? They don't really know because I mean they're they're just the merchantmen, but they direct you to someone who can point you the building that it in fact is. Okay. And it is indeed the one that has the tallest tower on it of of the buildings. Okay. It is a very distinctive building made of whiter white marble around. You can actually see freeze around this, which is this has been an interesting thing for you. You haven't really left Amakir yeah. in your life, like the country. So you've seen green trees and beautiful like buildings and everything. Everything's been nature and just lovely. By those standards, Jarmalk is ugly. Because it's just sand. And- everything around you is desert and sand. It is, even though it's fall, really, really hot here. Oh, okay. I mean, you're from kind of a subtropical climate anyway, so it's not really bad for you, but it's like, this is a dry heat. And like I said, to one side of the river, just you can see blowing sands. And as you're coming up on the other side, you just see waves of heat coming up off of like burnt rock. This is, this is a lovely place. That sounds terrible for me. <laughs> so for you, <laughs> who's been in this just opulent, noble lifestyle, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. a little bit of a departure. Culture shock? A little bit. Okay. Part of why Bethan is with you. Yeah. Uh, Bethan. Yes, mistress. Let's wander through the middle of town and slowly make our way to that giant building out there with the spire on top. Would you, should we find a lodging? Yes, let's find some place that's a little bit nicer looking than some of the buildings around here. All right, that sounds good to me. Twitty twitty ass <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> so you elf. <laughs> you you pass up through the city and you as you get into the kind of the, the middle class district, the buildings get to be a little bit nicer and it's a very distinctive style. There's not a lot of greenery because desert. Yeah. Uh, but then you pass into the upper district of the city and the buildings here are nicer still. And there's a few plants growing here and there, but still not a lot until you get to the estate you were pointed at. Along the way, Bethan does point out a uh, an inn called the Stone General, which looks very nice. Okay. There was also one in the lower middle class district called the uh, Great Hall Tavern. Looks a little bit more rustic. Okay. Just giving you some options. Side now, just throwing those out there. Right now, you're you're on you're on a mission. 
So you do eventually make your way to the palace of First Prince Kalos. And like I said, even far away, it looked beautiful. There's like an oasis of trees and plants on the grounds you can see through the main gate. And there's like a, a water feature maintained. And he it is opulent. Yeah, like even by my standards. This is where we succeed. It's, it's it's up to your standards. Yeah. Like it's you're like okay, this isn't so bad. <laughs> I kind of take a door. Take a deep breath and be like, oh, so good to see. Greenery. What you do know of Jarmok is it's a pretty new city by most standards. Only about two hundred years old. Um, founded by Prince Kalis as essentially a way to disrupt trade in Kel. He plopped down an outpost on the main trade route, started charging tariffs, and. By the time Kel actually thought about doing anything about it, he just gotten so much financial and political power in the area that they couldn't do anything about it. So this used to be part of the human kingdom of Kel. It no longer pays homage to them. He's a pretty swanky businessman. Yeah, and so it's the, the city is run by five merchant princes. So you, you kind of know that from your doing research, finding out about it. Okay. So you know that the man that you are looking to meet here is... Staying here under Prince Kalos. Prince Kalos is not necessarily who you're looking to. So can I just wander into like the house, or they're like there are there are cl- there's clearly guards that are at attention, and as you approach, one of them kind of raises his hand to kind of hail you over and mm-hmm. greetings. What what's your business today? Uh, I have this letter. I have this letter from Revlin at the Mages College in uh, Villas Halls. Villas oh. Halls. I am here to see Irvel. Oh, um, we'll go and and ask about that for you. May we ask uh, your name? Zenithia Moonsnow. Very well. We will go and, and present you. Uh, so they one of the, one of the guards goes in while you wait, probably five minutes or so before he returns, and uh, you've been granted permission to go in and see Master Ervil uh, just this way. And so you're kind of led through the palace. You're escorted by guards, and you're led up a couple flights of stairs. It's beautiful in here. The stonework is just spot on. I mean, dwarf. So until there's a new patch <laughs> kind of going through the front. <laughs> he can't tell because he's not a dwarf. A dwarf would be instantly be like, that's new marble. Me. True. It's true. I told you. I mean, I, I've got a whole new person to, to misgender. Off. Nathan also can't tell. <laughs> so you're led into the area of the palace with kind of your mental map, like, oh, this is where the tower is. That's cool. Um, and so you walk in and you see a round room. There's a table at the center. There's shelves of books um, all around this area. You see kind of a spiral staircase that goes up and goes down. Over in the corner on kind of a bench, you see parts of a golem, it looks like. Um, <laughs> there are two figures in the room when you walk in. One is a human man. Uh, he's got long dark hair, uh, paler skin than most of the humans you've seen. Kind of in this part of the world, everyone's got kind of darker, more like tan skin, yeah, olive living skin. living in the desert. Even like the port towns, it's kind of like olive skin, Mediterranean-ish. But he's, he's got paler skin, so that kind of stands out to you. Uh, he's wearing long robes. Uh, he kind of turns to you with interest when you, when he, you walk in. And at the table, there's a bunch of books and papers scattered all over the table, a couple piles of them. A small cottage of them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, his cottage is elsewhere. Um, he hasn't been able to build it up yet. There is a dragonborn at the table, and he's kind of squinting through some glasses that are at the end of his nose at some at some things, and his once brilliant blue scales have kind of started going gray. He's an 
old, old dragonborn. And he's just busily working on, on notes and things and comparing things and flipping through books as you, as you walk in. And the human man goes, uh, uh, hello, Zenithia. Yep. You, uh, I'm, my name is Rastan Theris. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to meet you as well. Master of this tower. Uh, you, you wanted to meet Ervil, I, I understand. Yes, very much so. Well, what was that, Rastan? Dragonborn speaks up. Rastan smiles fondly. He goes, uh, Ervil, there's someone here who has a letter for you. Oh, I, I don't remember the last time I got a letter. He stands up, adjusts his glasses, and looks at you. goes, I don't think I know you, young lady. No, you wouldn't have met me. Ah, I, I'm, I'm Ervil. And he shakes your hand and he's, uh, who, who sent you here? Ravalin, uh, from oh, Gorosh Hall. Oh, yes, yes, I, I know him well. He and I have worked together for many, many years. That's what I understand. Um, what, what did he send? Uh, and I'll give him the letter. Kind of unfurls it. Oh, excellent, his latest notes. Oh, I should remember to send him mine. Hmm, interesting. How is, he gets like, he has a moment where he's torn between <laughs> notes and, and a new information and oh, being polite to this, like this person. New, new person. He's like, oh, uh, I, what, what, how is, is Revelyn doing? He's doing well. He's very busy, mostly on research, sometimes uh, teaching. Very good, very good. He, he, was a, he was a very good man. He learned some very interesting things. That's what I thought, too. Oh, he's, he's been teaching you, has he? Uh, a few things. Oh, very, very good, very good. We've. He and I have worked together a very long time. So he, there's this kind of excited dragonborn, and the, the wizard kind of goes and is looking out the, win the window of his tower. He said this is coming. <laughs> you were going to give them information as to when you were coming. Well, what time is it at this point? You guys are currently above the desert, roughly, you know, two minutes away. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We, I'm sure we gave heads up. So the, the wizard is standing at the window kind of, Almost like he's waiting for something. So, uh, Master Ervil. Yes? I understand you're quite the uh, connoisseur on uh, legacy artifacts. <laughs> Rast Rastin coughs a little bit. <laughs> and Ervil goes, oh, yes, I, I am. I, I know quite a bit about them. Yes. There's one that I believe to be one that I seem to notice quite well. Yes. Which, which one? Um... The Spear of Ruin, perhaps? Mm, I've read about it, but no. Uh, hmm. It's one that... It, it's one that seems to be coming back to me. And I need to know more. It's called the Misbrot Staff. And... I'm not, not familiar with, with, with that one. Taught I, me a, a, a bit about it. I, I would be angry with Rivalin, except for... Yes, go on. I just need to know more about it. Well, I, unfortunately, I don't know much about that particular one, but uh, I, I may know some things that Ravalin did not know. I've, I've been able to, I've done quite a bit of study in recent months, actually. Do you mind if I look at your notes? No, no, you, yes, come here, come here. And he kind of starts going over them with you. And meanwhile, at the window, you you hear... The wizard chuckle and shake his head. He goes, of course. <laughs> 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 These assholes again. Awesome, <laughs> Sorry, what was that? So you, you kind of, <laughs> it's, he's not talking. You kind of look up at him, and you see what obviously he w is looking at is you see an airship. <laughs> and you've seen airships before, being from Amakir, and hell, this even looks like an Amakirian airship. 
Um, Uh-oh. Owned by a noble merchant family. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you wouldn't, would you? You wouldn't. Totally no, it's okay. Would. Her last name isn't Fedex. <laughs> Moons know my translate. Fedex in other languages. So what UPS. she's seeing is clearly someone who enjoys showing off. Coming in and almost like fishtailing the, this airship into a parking <laughs> parking position. <laughs> out out just beyond the edge of the merchant quarter, it just comes on this graceful arc in and just lands perfectly. Oh, it's so extra. <laughs> kind of peep up from the notes, the notes, and just kind of look wide-eyed at it and be like, "Wow!" And the the the. There's just this blowing of dust out as it comes down to this perfect settled landing. <laughs> and the wings on it fold up gracefully and it sets down. You see ropes being thrown down. I don't know. Rastin just continues shaking. I don't know what I expected. <laughs> <laughs> we told him that we were coming via airship. You did. You did. And he wasn't prepared. Oh, he was prepared. Just not for the... <laughs> not Who was driving? <laughs> oh, definitely uh, Lily. Nice. So yeah, you, you see that and... All, all of you are now just coming to this stop as Lily made this wild maneuver that she's like, oh, I'm going to try something. I've never done this before. It's kind he's going to high five her so hard. It's the perfect place to try it because it's a big open space exactly. with not a lot of nothing yeah. around. So like I said, because he's going to high five her so hard. Like, that was awesome. Like a few days before, time would have been in the engine room with uh, Monty. And it's like, okay, so if we take the thrust capacitors, divert some of the extra power from that, insert it into the, the lay filter, or have it go through the lay filters down to the... But how are we going to deal with the harmonics, lad? You're not thinking that through. <laughs> but the, no, 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 it's going through the harmonics, because then you can ampl amplify the gravitational pull. That way, when we do hard maneuvers, people don't go flying off. They don't have to tie off. It can keep them pulled down. Well, that's oh. half the fun, laddie. So you, you guys have this little techno babble talk. You guys have now arrived in Jarmulk. Happy to be back. It's such an odd feeling. I'm Happy to be on the ground. <laughs> Alive. There are things Oleg needs to do in this city. He has the same yeah. with Kizzy. <laughs> <laughs> so, where do you guys want to go first? Hmm. I left a horse in a bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> we might need to go check in with our I would closest like, thing to an employer. We, would, we should check in with the Night Lotus. And then the bar. And, and then the bar. And then the bar. <gasps> I would have called... Um, Selkie and been like, we're coming to visit! Woo! She, you guys gave her permission to just use bar money for bar improvements. Absolutely. Okay, so she wouldn't have actually asked her permission. Then. Yeah. Okay. Because he would have been like, I can't wait to see there. what you've done with the place! So, Alright, I guess we'll clean up for the first time in three months. Yeah, that's that's not how you run a bar. So if you guys want to go and go to the night, the Hall of the Night Lotus first, that's actually not too far away. I mean, yeah. a few minute walk. Um, Should we try and get like Rooms for the or Kizzy uh, would be Not, like, you guys want to stay that's, somewhere? That's up to them. Yeah, they can take care of that. We, okay, they're, they're adults. We can, yeah. we have recommendations. The too. Yeah, yeah, they've got a freaking gigantic. I think they actually probably know about your bar Rawr. because before they were your enemies, Olek would have told them all yeah. about it. Go they visit the bar. They've got coupons. They probably have coupons. They probably have coupons. Mm -hmm. They probably definitely have coupons. Yeah. Knowing you. 200% coupons. You guys all make your way over to the Hall of the Night Lotus, and it's still a lovely looking building as always. Noticeably, upon walking up, there's a few more people on patrol on the walls. So security looks like it may be at least more in place than it was when you last left. There's guards standing at the gates. When you approach, they, they do stop you. 
And you don't recognize them, so they don't recognize you. Hello. Uh, what, what's your business here? We're here to see um, Miss Mari. Here to Mari. see the Night Lotus about a horse. <laughs> I guess kind of also what he said. Uh, what you, is, it, is that one of the codes? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, um, do we ask who to who's calling for her? Two for one drinks and Bitsy. Oh, very well. And so he, he goes in and after a few minutes, Oriana comes out. <gasps> still wearing her same armor as before. Well, glad to see all of you. Please come in. She speaks to the guards, says if they're there to be admitted in. They're they're all right. And so you you are allowed in. Woo! It's been a while since you left. Welcome back. It's good to be back. How is everything here? Things have been exciting as always. Oh really? Like what? A persuasion check for me. Here. Oh. Oh. Uh seventeen. Oh, not too bad. She kinda looks and goes, mm, probably can talk about that later. We're just trying to make conversation. No, that's, 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 that's fine. Perhaps touchy subject at the moment, but those are fine. Mm. You are out in the open. I'm just <laughs> Okay. Just, just trying to be nice. Inside. She does seem a little bit more tense than usual. That okay. is a 12. So, sure so what, what, <laughs> what, what can we do for you today? Um, Oleg is worried about his horse that he left in his room. Mm. Yes, I'm Jeremiah. Here, here to pick up Jeremiah. Jeremiah's yeah. not here. What? I left him in that bedroom. <laughs> yes, you did leave him in that bedroom. Did you transport him to potentially a stable nearby? Well, we decided it was not wise to have a horse left unexercised. So currently, Thog, Th Thog is using Jeremiah. Okay. We also thought the stables here might be a more appropriate location than a room. The <laughs> Olic, this is where I I apologize for him. I wanted okay. to make sure he's comfortable. It's not. It's not the first time I had to carry a horse. You carried him. He's she not shrugs. familiar with. Horses. Jeremiah's a big old draft horse. <laughs> we we will see to it that uh, rooms are made available for all of you if you'd like. Oh, thank you. Uh, we might need that. Yeah, probably. probably. Yeah. I mean, we're not working for other people. We're working for these people. I don't think I have anything for it. Well, did what's his name give me something? No, because that that was part of a different agreement they had. That's right. Mm. So it's just kind of like, hey, we're in town. So, if you, I'm assuming you guys want to go and speak to a ball is kind of the idea being here. Well, just kind of check in and see if we have like somewhere we can stay. Yeah. So if you, we're gonna let you know the ball's busy at the moment. That's fine. Um, but if you want to come back later, she'll happily speak with you guys. I want to go talk to Urkel. I'm excited. Oh yeah, you would have to the bar. Yeah. Oh crap! Yeah. That's right. We gotta bar go first. to the bar first. I was like, I would not let you do that. So, so you yeah. have a responsibility. We have children. You're right. Sorry, absence. <laughs> All right. So you guys do head down to the bar. Uh, times or anything you're doing while you're here? Uh, well, they go off to the bar. Time's going to go see Wraith. All right. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> Olek, Absinthe, Kizzy are going down to the bar. Bitsy's where you want to go? I'll probably just go to the bar. Okay. Sounds good. So we are just flying through these familiar streets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Almost oh. literally. <laughs> I know all the alleys to cut down. <laughs> um, so you guys do you make it down to the bar. They're just opening up kind of early afternoon. We're missing the brunch crowd. Well, so as you walk up, you can see there have been some changes made to the bar. You can see that they have actually expanded into the building next to it. What? <laughs> made some general improvements on the outside. The neighborhood is notably improving still wow. around you. So you walk in and you see that the 
tap room has been expanded somewhat. Um, you see that what they've done with part of the expansion is given Egan a proper kitchen to work in. Yay! Ooh, so you have better meals coming out of your kitchen. Um, they've actually made a few rooms. They kind of set aside some rooms. You probably you have five rooms that people could stay in here. Ooh. As you will later find out, they have given Stibben a more proper workspace. Good. Very Separate good. from their bedroom? They could not negotiate that. Oh. <laughs> I, w I was thinking more for like their comfort, but if that's the other way yeah. around, then that's fine. It's yeah. more of a proper workspace with a designated sleeping area. Fair enough. It's, it's more tired. or less like a cabinet with their bed in it. That's kind of what they were able to negotiate for Steven. Um, but you go in, and Egan is currently cooking in the background, which, for, for Nathan's reference, is a giant Goliath man who specializes in making baked goods. The uh, shade mantle still lives in your basement. Of course, <laughs> now they got more basement. Now they got more it. basement. However, part of the deal is uh, Ulick gets to use that for his brewing. Yeah. Uh, Iveson has been training under him to be a proper brewer. Iveson has not looked outside yet. Iveson's <laughs> going to have an interesting day. As we're looking through, it's like she's like down there because it's like, ha, 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 ha. Stay down here. <laughs> <laughs> Show me all about the beer. <laughs> I don't care at all. I will try every single one twice. Um, <laughs> Vixaris is currently at the bar, the, the gnome that you hired to be your bartender, currently getting the day set up. And Yuna is kind of going around getting things uh, table set like up. Walking like, where are my babies at? There, and there's still some work being done on those parts of the bar. Some of it's still under construction, but you can see what Selkie has been spending the bar's profits on. Cool. Trying uh, to make improvements. When Kizzy sees Yuna and they lock eye contact, she's going to say hello in Celestial. She, she kind of starts a bit, and she, like, like she doesn't quite expect that. And, and she smiles and does a little, little bow and says it back to you in Celestial. And I was like, we'll talk later in Celestial. <laughs> That'd be very we talk later. That'd be very nice. Um, where's Selkie, my other baby? Oh, um, she's upstairs right now doing some of the books. <gasps> and so you go up. Selkie is upstairs. Before she even gets out of her chair, I'm hugging her. I'm like, yes, I'm so happy to see you. I'm, I'm happy to see you too. And she can hug <laughs> <laughs> back. It's like vibrating with energy. Everything looks so amazing here. You guys are doing such a good job. <laughs> where's Olick? Probably downstairs where there's Come beer. On! It's just a drag her. So she's she, she's wearing a little, looks more cleaned up than she was when you first found her. Like she's actually starting to take a little bit more care in her appearance. She she's she's kind of letting her hair grow out a little bit more than she was, and it's got tied back a little bit. It's not really long enough yet to do anything with like that, but she'll still be cute. It's good. It's good. She seems a little bit more confident and comfortable than she was the last like time you saw her, and so she. Follows Kizzy downstairs. Like, I brought this Not one. nearly as exuberantly as Kizzy does. But, you know, for Selkie, she's pretty damn excited. Okay, fair enough. She's like, I'm so glad. She, Kizzy's just really excited to see all the change. She's like, oh, it's all the good work. And just like, you guys are getting paid well enough, right? Like, well, so, well, yeah, we're, we're getting paid fine. I just wanted to make sure. I, mean, I, I trust you. I haven't given our, us raises, but it's fine. Consider it after all this stuff's done. Uh, we we get free room and board, so I mean it's the the, the bar pays for life. So it's like <laughs> the bar. I don't I don't really we're not really wanting for anything, so we're fine. Fair enough. It's the bar party bar. money. Uh, friend is there today. Oh, dazzle. <laughs> Where's Razzle? He shrugs. You're so good at losing Razzle. 
Just nods. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what day of the week is it? It is Monday. Mm. It is. It is Thog's not, not here today. It's not Thog Thursday. Thog has your. Yeah, I know. Thog's got Jeremiah. I'm going to find him eventually. He's returning from Kahas, is what you would have been told. Okay. Well, uh, it, it, Jeremiah's getting his exercise. Yeah, he's and if, can you really imagine anybody who would take better care of Jeremiah? No. You should have left him with Thog to begin with. I left him perfectly happy in a bedroom <laughs> where he was comfortable and warm. And he's pooping never cold everywhere. <laughs> it is never cold here. <laughs> the comfortable and warm thing. Hmm. You guys just going to kind of reconnect with people down here at the bar? Okay. Mm-hmm. For a while. All right. Kind of recount like vaguely what we've been up to. Um, to the right people and make sure no eavesdropping is happening. I do want to pop in on on Stibbon. Of course you do. Of course you do. <laughs> of course I do. With her, she makes good things Just for me. I was gonna throw this in a dragon's mouth. <laughs> I almost had a chance to do that, but I've got teeth, claw, and scales from a three-headed dragon thingy that me and time killed. Stibbon will tell you that that's not quite what she needs to work with. That might be something better to give to Killa. You can't get anything out of the teeth, like squeeze them. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Poison, poison she comes exa- from She teeth. examines them and goes, well, they're not, not really poisonous, unfortunately. So. Venomous. Uh, well, not poisonous either. Mm. <laughs> well, they might be. If you try hard enough. Don't eat them. <laughs> You're out there. Stephen nibbles on them. Not poisonous either. There we go. <laughs> no, not poison. Um, she does give you <gasps> a... Bottle that bottle. has, it looks very similar to that mist essence that you gave her from Ooh. the mist dragon. Goes, this is a fog cloud bottle. <gasps> you throw it and you get a fog cloud. That's kind of like this. It's a smoke bottle. I get smoke from this. That's cool. I didn't know you had a smoke cloud bottle. Fog. I guess next time I'll work on something more exciting for you. No, this is great because it's fog. Would you, would you like to try another pastry of strength? Yes. Strength. It doesn't give the strength, though. <laughs> Fog cloud bottle. Only one of those? It's a, po- it's a potion. You throw it, it will, it'll burst. Stiven is 300% a tsundere. Like, I guess I'll just work on something better than what I just made you. Uh, no, not like I this like one you looks really cool. It's like all swirly and misty. And yeah, he's like, I genuinely like this. Like, oh, okay, well, I'll this make is, you better. I was like, oh, I already, ha- I, like, it was like, I already have this thing. They're like, fine. No, it was not an I already have. It's like, <laughs> I have this too. No, but she says it this. Like, oh, you already have that. Now it's competition. Super but it worked. Like, but Why my helmet. That Stibben, remember, Stibben said that they would temp or she would temporarily work for you and it stuck around. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, but look, but with my helmet, you found the all the clouds. <laughs> Mary Stibben! <laughs> now, I also have this root that we, we found. If you eat it before you drink, you're guaranteed to get really drunk. Why well, wouldn't? I don't know. I'm not there. So it's extra drunk. Yes. Extra drunk root. Extra drunk root. Okay. I will take extra drunk root. Yeah, have one. All right, good day. <laughs> Close the door. <laughs> so, Zenithia, you spend a little while, and even the information you have on the staff is very limited. Yeah. Um, what you do see of kind of interest in these notes is you're familiar with the uh, armor known as the Embrace of the Nameless One. Ervil has some very extensive notes on the breastplate that go way, way more in-depth than anything that Revelin had. Like, dimensions and 
arcane signatures and like like signets of like things. Okay. I mean, do you do you know Draconic? Yes. Half the notes from Draconic, half of them are in common. It's like whatever he's just in at the moment. He has less information about the Spear of Ruin than you've had. It's because Spear of Ruin is kind of an Elven-based legacy artifact that people can tell. Uh, so you'd have a little more information. Did I? Did you have any information on the Amulet of Split Essence or Multiple Essence? I can't remember. It's Multiple Essence. Well, I don't know what I, what I called him. Oh. For him. Amulet of Split Essence. Yeah. So you you are aware of the of three amulets called. The Amulet of Split Essence, you see that Herbal refers to them, the Amulet of Multiple Essence. Okay. Um, you have seen pictures of them. That is literally as far as any notes you've ever seen of them. Some speculation by Revelin. Like a drawing. He has, again, extremely detailed information about the one that in his notes is referred to as the Emerald Heartstone. Some information about the Ruby Heartstone and a few scattered notes about the Sapphire Heartstone. The one you know the most about, right? Him? He doesn't know anything about them. <laughs> I was hoping. Um, so there's a that It's just those things you know that, man, there's a lot of information in here that Revelin doesn't have. So that's something that certainly catches your interest. Can I, can I ask him, Ervil, where did you get all of these detailed notes? I mean, there's things that I've never even heard of in here. Oh, well, actually, there's a lot, but a lot of, and Rastin cuts in and goes, well, there's a lot of interesting things that can be discovered in the ruins around Jarmalk. Isn't that isn't that right, Ervil? Oh yes, yes, of course. Uh, in Draconic, I want to be like Ervil, please. If you know anything about any of these, please tell me what you know. R Rastin kind of looks at you and goes, "I'm a wizard. I can speak Draconic, you know." <laughs> in Draconic, of course. This is perhaps something to discuss later. It's not every day that someone walks into my tower and starts asking about information on these. Not every day, some days, but not every day. <laughs> I'm just a fellow scholar. Knowledge is power. Yeah, maybe Rastin I, knows that. So is power. Yeah, so is power. Power is also power. <laughs> <laughs> so are those amulets. I've learned several <laughs> things from Ravalan. I think that uh, I could help you with your notes and help you understand uh, more about these artifacts. And more, two heads is always better than one, right? This, this is true. Perhaps tomorrow you'd like to return. They're, they're, I'd, like, I'd like to just talk with some people tonight, if that's all right with you. <laughs> I wonder who that they are. <laughs> Can I spend some time looking through all of Ervil's items in the library? Ervil was going to be coming along with me to dinner tonight. But tomorrow morning, if you'd like to, to arrive, that would be... Fine. It's acceptable for now. And so uh, you, you and Ervil can talk for, a little bit, like, talk for a little bit longer, but you, you can tell that... You just coming in and asking those pointed questions has kind of set his guard on edge. Ervil? No, Arastin. Okay. Ervil's just totally chill about everything. You know, okay. crap. He, I'm old. Let's talk about information. Ervil <laughs> will just absolutely spout information. <laughs> and you, you don't feel like Rastin's got any ill intent towards you. You can just tell that he's being very cautious because he doesn't know you. He knows enough of Ervil's history to know Ravellan as a person, maybe knows him a little bit, does not know you. So his offer to come back tomorrow is genuine. So eventually you, uh, Bethan, can leave and go find your way to an inn. I'm not sure which one you'd prefer. The closest one possible. All right, then the uh, Stone General is the one that you would want to go to. It's a lovely inn. You're able to get a room for, for the each, each of you can get your own room. There is an elven bard playing tonight. She does a lovely job. 
Towards the end of the evening, she plays a unique song you've never heard before called the Itsy Bitsy Spider. <laughs> <laughs> what is this magic? It is beautifully written. It is. It <laughs> <laughs> the Itsy Bitsy Spider. Wait, where? <laughs> what did it do? What's a water spout? <laughs> Tippity Spider went to the ruins of Kenya. <laughs> so time. You do, while everyone's kind of busy with this, go visit Wraith. Mm-hmm. And you talk to the guards briefly, and... I've got business with Wraith to follow up on. Yep. And so they go in, speak to Wraith, and you're brought inside and brought into Wraith's office. You wait a little bit for him to finish some business mm. with another member. Just in the waiting Clearly room. Clearly of the Shade Mantle. He look, dresses very much like Thorne used to dress. Mm. So it's like, oh, Shade Mantle, got it. Yeah. Uh, you, you see him in his, his raven visage, kind of gestures to the chair and goes, you definitely got my attention last time you were here. Go sit down. I have I actually have some information for you. Oh, excellent. It's not much. I'm I apologize. Oh, that's better than nothing. So he goes through s- some drawers until he finds some scrolls and he unfurls them and lays them out. He goes, "Um, you asked about any reports of a blue tiefling woman any time in the last few decades?" Um, there were a few reports and he kind of shows kind of shuffles off, off to one pile that these seem to be just simple sightings and whatever reports from people in the city, nothing really of interest, just blue tiefling woman. You could look through them if you want. I've personally gone through them. I don't find anything of use in these. How are these? And he takes another pile. There's three piles, essentially. He goes, these mention a blue tiefling woman about 16 years ago. He looks at the date written on the report. Hmm. Kind of looking around the newly collapsed side of the cliff that led to the ruins that you and uh, Rastin's other adventuring party did go into. Yeah, so I have three reports that mention her and going in there. These reports are interesting. Make of them what you will. Same time frame, same woman. However, it's a double submitted report. So the guards on duty could not agree on what the report was. So they both submitted one. One mentions her and one mentions her and a man wearing dark clothes. It's the only report that mentions him. Okay. But I thought it was of interest to you. Yes. For a hundred gold, I wanted to make sure that you got what you paid for. I appreciate that. Okay. Seen. That was 16 years ago she was seen with the man? Yes. All those reports are roughly the same time frame. She was seen with a man wearing wearing a dark cloak. How old is time? 17. Yeah. You were a baby. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. Almost 18 years old. Well, I hope I hope that is what you were looking for. I know it's not much, but we combed through many reports just looking for this kind of information. Oh, no, it's a, it is more helpful than I was expecting. That's good. So, appreciate I'm glad it. to give you more than what you paid for, then. Yeah. Because if, if there's anything else I can do for you, let me know. Will, I definitely will. So, eventually, you're able to probably go to the bar and meet up with everyone. Mm-hmm. Where do you guys like to go after the bar? We're just gonna hang out here all night. I wanna go see Killa and if it's like still shop open time, Ola would probably wanna go too. It's probably by now, kind of the time you spent at the bar and by the time you got in, you probably have to go have Ola go and get his armor tomorrow. Oh. Well, I mean, because he's just gonna go there. That's anyway. fine. I was like, Ola can go to his armor tomorrow. Well, she would have called him and been like, Hey, I'm coming into town. I can't wait to see you. Um, she will before leaving, she'll like point at Yuna and be like, We're gonna talk later. I look forward to it. And she said that in common, so so, Casey's going to go to Killa's, Time and Absinthe and Bitsy. What are you going to do? i got to write some stuff down when I find the spot to write it down. I 
probably hang out and play a little bit before heading back to the Night Lotus. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> um, time eventually joins you mm-hmm. and guess hang out for a little bit. You're playing is you want to roll a perform check? Heck yeah, I do. Um, oh god. Pretty freaking awesome. Uh, um, let's see. Performance 29. It's an all right performance. It's only all right. Pretty much people hearing it, kind of passing by, end up stopping in the bar. I'm going to have to make note of this so that I can add a bonus to the bar's rolls for the week. (laughs) Woo! So, Absinthe, Bitsy, and Time go back to the Night Lotus eventually. Olek, would you hang out at the bar all night, or would you go back to the Night Lotus with them? I guess he would have just went to go say hi to Killa, and then go back to the Night Lotus, because she... I had a feeling that like, she wanted to talk, talk to a ball. So you stop and say hi to Killa. He's still working. It's, it's late, but he's working. She'll be like, oh, you're so silly. I'm so happy to see you. Check this out. He is extraordinarily excited to see it. And he hopes that while you're here, he can get some time to really take a good look at it. Don't worry. You'll get me out of it in no time. And then she'll like, peace Perfect. out after that. I'm sure. What's her name? His Is his. Uh... his no, no. No, his enchanting assistant. assistant. Oh. This enchanting assistant whose name I did write down. It's the dwarf lady, isn't it? Jirana. Yep. Um, so you, you say hi to Killa. Um, kind of all make your way back to the Hall of the Night Lotus. Uh, the guards recognize you this time. They let you in. It's actually about time where they're all sitting down for dinner. So you walk into the little dining hall area. You're Timing there. was great. Oriana meets you in the hall. Timing. And you, you guys walk in, and there's quite a few more people here than there were the last time you were here. This looks amazing. Probably two to three times as many people. Oh, like, my God. Probably, obviously have been making some changes and improvements. So you, you, you see everyone's kind of having a good time, and it's warm atmosphere here. It's like basically like praise of food laid on the tables people can just kind of take off of. Your eyes immediately look for people that you recognize. You see Amea there. And so just to compare back from when you f- like first met her, she had no one. And she had Rastin, and then you learned about what she had back in Dulcera, which was garbage and so you see her actually with people that she's kind of smiling and laughing with and she's maybe making friends but she looks up and sees you and widget behind her which is kind of still hovering there kind of glows brightly white when she sees you which the last time you saw widget glow white was when raston and her first embrace back in the palace so she she like sees you and, and widget lights up and she runs she gets up and runs over and she hugs kizzy really tight and then Hugs absinthe and even hugs time. Ah. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so glad to see all of you. I, I saw the airship out there and knew that that was you, but I heard that you'd stop by, but you guys had already gone. I was like, they better be coming back here tonight or I'm sending Widget to hunt them down. Animated. Come, come on, let's, let's sit down and eat. And she sits down at a table. And who, two people or one person with advantage can make a perception check? Not Oleg. This log, I think I know what you've got. Yeah, I think so. Um, well, it's a 16. Okay. You look up and you see a ball sitting at the head table, and she looks a little paler than usual. Uh-oh. But she, she smiles and kind of waves as she sees you guys and gives Does you a Does Oriana seem worried about Oh, Oriana She's has really seemed tense. tense since the second you saw mm-hmm. her. There's heightened security around the perimeter of the building. The guards stopped you on the way in. Oh, God. Oh. Um, well, Kizzy has a maze... <laughs> Like in her space, she's gonna grab her hands and like look at them. Is there any rings there? Nope. That's gonna just stare dead in the eyes and be like, okay. And then she is busy living her life. 
Then she's gonna go say hi to a ball more intimately. Come on, you think you think Rasson's ever gonna pull himself out of his books long enough for that? Yes, if I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Is he even in the room? Not yet. Very soon. I was gonna say probably about five minutes after you guys get there, Rasson and Irv will come in. So many mm. people we know in the same place. Yeah. You you walk up to a ball and she smiles. You come like, oh, <laughs> welcome back, Kizzy. You, uh, um, I'm glad to be back. You look a little worse for wear. I'm a little under the weather. Is there anything a wonderful healing cleric can do for you? Mm. You have one at your disposal. It's me. She, she kind of smirks a bit and goes, well, Oriana's hands are very good at healing as well. She's been taking good care of me, but I'm I'm doing all right. She's going to like find Oriana in the crowd and she's like, yes. Oh, was pretty much as soon as Oriana led you in, she's oh, back okay. at a ball's side. She's like, good. Like she's pretty, pretty stoic expression. I, you know, it's just, I, I'm specifically a life cleric, and if you're looking for life, you know. <laughs> I'm I'm improving, thank you. Impro- so this is better than what you were at? What ha- well, we'll discuss it later. I mean, okay, fair, but you know, I'm inclusive. And also hungry, and she's going to go eat. Something I prefer fewer people to know about. Fair enough. Yeah, I've got something I could share with you, too, that I don't want a lot of people to know about, but here we go. Um, so you, you guys sit down, and, and Rastin does join all of you for dinner, and he and Amaya sit next to each other. and Kizzy just stares him down, she eats down. So after a little bit, so uh, interesting occurrence today. A young woman arrived from Amakir with a very keen interest in legacy artifacts. That is very interesting. Yes, particularly an interest in Ervil's very copious notes. <gasps> is Ervil there? Oh, yeah. Ervil, I've got more for you. Oh, do you? You do? Uh-huh. You need to come to the tower tomorrow. I will. I need, need to take some measurements and lots of notes. Absolutely. He actually pulls like a quill out of his pocket <laughs> and starts writing on a napkin. <laughs> There'll be time for that tomorrow. Yes, 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 yes. It's you guys so have shiny, a, though. Have a nice dinner. And is there anything you guys want to talk about with your, your friends that are here right now or wait until a little with later? With the big amount of friends or the small amount of friends? Because there's a lot of things we want to talk about with our small amount of friends. So as dinner ends, Amea offers her, her area to kind of be a meeting place. And you go up into her little golem lab plus small little bedroom off of it, which isn't a difference from what she was here last time. She's had a small little room and now she has a little lab for working on things and you recognize the golem core that you guys helped her recover kind of a little stasis thing being studied. I was going to ask about that. How far along have you come with that? Uh, we've made some interesting discoveries with this. Mm. Rasmus goes, yeah, interesting is a good way to put that. Interesting how? Well, these function on a similar concept to what I think the heartstones function on. So there's a soul in there. No, concept, not the okay. purest. There's the well, idea of a soul in it. Think about <laughs> Ervil and I have been focusing on not so much the individual amulets, but them as a whole, because if they make one, what's the purpose of that? The three crystals act as one thing and contain one power source divided between three aspects. As far as I can tell, they have similar magics to what are contained in the Heartstones. Think of it as a beta version. Hmm. Hmm. So there are two more golems out there. No, so again, it's, it's the one golem had the three power sources. When you were attacking the golem, that power source was being fed from three places. I rode that golem. <sighs> yes, you did. May have pipes up. <laughs> so a, a ball eventually comes in a little bit later. You you can tell that she's she's walking on her own just fine. Oriana is like right by her side, and but you can tell she's a little bit less 
strong in her, her steps. All right, babes, what's up? Well, as you can tell, I'm gaining some influence here in the city. <gasps> no, were you poisoned? Did somebody poison you? In, in the short story, yes. I Did he kill have them? green hair? No. Um, <laughs> Are they dead yet? No. Why not? She'll look at Oriana. Because I was more concerned about the health of Lady Ball. I mean, fair enough, but I mean, now... Were they a snake person? We were returning from meeting with Wraith and were attacked uh, from an alley by an assailant. Uh, she, mm. I believe she, based on my observations, managed to get a, a strike in on me. She cast darkness on the area around us, got in close. I managed to land a blow against her with which she struck back at me with tiefling fire. Was it gray and a tiefling? <laughs> I just like, could you be any more blatantly like, I'm a tiefling. <laughs> I cast darkness Ow! and fire on you. But I was unable to make out any specific details about the assailant. Everything looked gray yeah. in the dark. Yeah, gray. Fortunately, <laughs> the thing that probably saved us was Oriana cast daylight cancel out the darkness spell. Why are there going to be people who said they're giving us a bad name? I mean, it was a sound strategy. I mean, yes. <laughs> I agree. It was a very well-planned attack. But miscalculating who they were Fortunately, the poison is quite virulent, and we have not quite found out the perfect counterpoison for it yet. Hmm. We what? know someone. I was going to say Stibbon. But it may end up getting worse. <laughs> <laughs> First. Yeah. <laughs> How long ago was this? Oh, about two weeks ago. Dang. I don't think it had anything to do with you. No, but I mean, I, I'm important to myself. Okay? <sighs> do you guys know that I'm royalty? I did not know <laughs> you're royalty. <laughs> Surprise. Here we go again. Oriana, did we put a mint on her pillow? <laughs> I don't need a mint. I'm not going to take the throne or anything. I don't want that. I don't care who knows in our close group. Um, but, but yeah, my sister's going to be a cool... I have a sister, by the way, everybody. Um, she's my twin. She's a human, and she's going to be the queen eventually once my parents die. Or We're resign. They could very well just We're retire. Yeah, exactly. Rastin is, you have the most interesting adventures. Oh. It was, oh, and the best oh, part. Oh, we fought Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> the best part was that we were summoned there through a dream that the god Kaven put in my sister's brain to get absent there. It was so convoluted. And yet, we got there, and now we're here, and we fought a god thing. I was in the mouth. Of Kevin, <laughs> to, to be more specific, the avatar of a god. Yes. And no. did you hurt him? Kizzy did most of the actual damage. Damage. We lived. Oh. She kind of claps you on the shoulder. <laughs> She's like, we lived. Really I think it's like, a good. Oh, yeah, I guess that is what happened. I almost put this in its mouth. <laughs> Just a small <laughs> vial of poison. <laughs> It has like little skull and crossbones on it. No, it's it. got a little mushroom drawn on it. <laughs> With a big old mouth. Ah! <laughs> I don't think it would have any idea what that did. <laughs> Just, I almost got this in its mouth. Well, I mean, Amanda goes, that's a sound strategy, getting in the mouth so you can put more things in the mouth. I mean, think if he'd swallowed you whole, would have been in there already. Yeah, I agree. That's true. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's been interesting being away, but I'm glad we're back. I'm glad you're back. Rastin goes, I'm, I'm glad as well. If anyone is interested, the young lady who was asking about the yeah, legacy I, artifacts. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. <coughs> no, no, no. What? Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is what? about us. Why is she interested in here? Well, Erva kind of pipes up from his notes of, of Kizzy's armor that he's still drawing. Yeah. And she's just like making poses for him. Like, so what's she, what's she works for my, my uh, 
old associate Revelyn that I, I told you about that I had an, an Amakir. She mm-hmm. she met learned under him, I, I guess. And mm. uh she she has very she brought him notes from him of some of the things he's learned about. And uh she yes, she she very very interesting young woman. Uh, very intelligent, took a lot of interest in the in, in, in all of the things that we, we had learned recently. Noticed very much so we had more intricate notes on all of them. <laughs> Rasen just kinda pats him on the shoulder. <laughs> yeah, yes, but um what was she looking for? Maybe we'll let you talk to her about that tomorrow. Um, she does seem to have interest in something in particular. If you'd like to meet her, she will be returning to my tower in the morning. <laughs> Why are you being vague? Because <laughs> I'm not sure about it. She was looking for a staff of some kind. Ervil doesn't know anything about it, neither do I. Daniel doesn't know about it. Daniel couldn't find anything in the journal about it, so nope. staff doesn't ring a bell. Weird. That's what I thought as well. I, I knew you were all in town, and I thought maybe you'd like to come by if you wanted to. Um, I was planning to anyway. Uh, maybe not wise for you, Kizzy, to stop by while she's there. Maybe take the armor off? Yeah. Oh, but I was going to... Herbal, Re- I have so much cool stuff to tell you oh, but, about but this yeah, armor. I mean, yeah, later. <coughs> but once <laughs> that lady's not there, because you'll never get rid of her. Wait, does she know that... that okay, you said she noticed the notes, but does she know? What is she, here? She no, she does not know that okay. all of you are carrying, you know, half of the legacy artifacts that we study. Yeah. So I think it should stay. Uh, I'll put it in my bag of holding. I don't have to wear it. I just, you know, I feel feel strong <laughs> in it, so I like to wear it. I'm not opposed. Perhaps we could just put a cloak over your shoulders and just. Don't you need to see Killa in the morning? I, I need to see Killa in the morning. I it's just like. I'm fine with uh, like looking at just we don't know about this person. No, I understand time. I get it. I I will take it off before I. She's gonna go in naked. Does that mean <laughs> I'm supposed to hide mine too? Yours. I mean, that is significantly less known. It's obscure. But she, she did not ask. I did not really show her the notes on that. We are more focused on the more interesting. Well, we have more information. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, the ones she with more information is more interesting Burn. than him. <laughs> I also did not show her anything about the Spellworn Talisman yet. She might take some interest in that. Let's not on that one until we no. know more about who this person yeah. is. Yeah. Let's not. Do you feel like she's dangerous, Rustin? I don't know. I didn't get the sense that she was dangerous, but I've learned to be suspicious. Did she say where she's from? Amakir. Yeah. Oh, a ball's going to ask. What is that? Oh, I have an offer for you all to think about. I have greatly enjoyed having all of you work with me and for me as over over the course of the last few months. I'm not going to ask you to sign on to be my permanent workforce or anything, but I was curious if while you're in Jarmalk you wouldn't would be interested in making me your preferred employer. I mean at this point that's where I'm at. That's why we came that's why I came here first. I don't care if you work for Wraith or Kalis or other things. But if the rooms you're in now I could just have them be permanently assigned as your rooms. Yeah. Just a small that's a small batch of rooms, just yours when you're here. So you always know that when you're in Jarmulk, you have a place to stay. Well, Jeremiah kind of already claimed one. <laughs> Jeremiah has a lovely place in the stables. I just mean it's Olex now. Nobody else yeah. wants it. That's true. <laughs> I'm sure they'd have cleaned it. So you guys kind of all talk and enjoy your, each other's company. Kizzy, you watching very closely. Rast and Amaya do notice that they like hold hands on on whenever they they can. No they're not they're not being like super like cuddly or anything in front of people, but they're. You can tell they're they're being affectionate. Being Fair affectionate enough. Towards one another. He wants to get a Irvel by himself, or maybe off to the side, and just be like, "Question to think about: 
yes. hypothetical. Yes. If you were to message Amandine, would that spark any suspicion, you think, out of the blue? I don't know. I haven't considered it. I, I, I mean, I, I suppose that I could just call her up to ask for information about anything she's discovered recently. I, I could do that, maybe. Yeah. Yes, yes. Maybe mention that you heard from what's his face from uh Amakir and just I, yeah. I I could do that yes and just be like hey I just wanted to touch up I've got more stuff's come up and no one's really mentioned yeah I'm I'm not particularly skilled with magic per se but I I could I, if there's a way for me to do that I'd be willing to give it a there, try yes. there is a way to do oh, that okay, good good we can, we, we can discuss that yes okay come come see me at Rastons yes I will I will get the means of doing so Oleg needs to mail a wooden dolphin. <laughs> To that his would mother. Tomorrow. You, you, you're abs- You're gonna have no problem finding okay. to do that. Okay. Post offices aren't open. Right? <laughs> you, you can go to the Sryrook Trading Company and get it. Get it delivered. Okay. So you all find your way to bed tonight. You, Zenithia, are in the Stone General, enjoying yourself. You lay down on a nice, lovely, comfortable bed. You have weird dreams tonight. Cool. Yeah. You have dreams of caverns covered in crystal mm. and just shapes moving around. It's 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 very disturbing. But you, you, you sleep through them, and they're just they kind of just weird feeling when you wake up. Under the skin kind of feeling? <laughs> yeah. It's fine. So, you all wake up bright and, <laughs> bright and early, have a lovely breakfast. So, where do people want to go to start today off? Rastin's Tower, early in the morning. Kizzy, message spell in the oh, ring. yeah, of course. Thank um, you. So, Olek, where are you going to go? Um, mail the dolphin? Yeah, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mail the package to um to Alec Fis instead of my mother, uh, with a note inside saying to deliver it to my mother. All right. AKA check up on her. I'm sure also, they've been doing that. So Abs, what are you gonna do today? Go hang out with Lily. Well, definitely we'd like check on her. They are in. They're they're hanging out on the ship. Okay. Freya is there. She's she's up on deck. You see, she's. Like she's sweating from practicing her martial arts, and then she goes and she's got a little mortar and pestle and is kind of grinding some things up. Fun. Hey, someone might know what the poison is. Am I smart enough? It would take me a while of just like staring at her doing that, but I'd be like, "Wait, you know a lot about poison." She's like, "I am a master of poison," as unfortunately your friend Olek knows. How are you on antidotes? Antidotes are fairly simple. Once you. You just have to have the right touch with it. Would you be able to tell what someone was poisoned with several weeks after the fact? Perhaps I'd need to speak with them and see them. Still affecting them? Several weeks. That already narrows it down. If if they're willing to see me, I'd be more than willing to go and uh, help them out for a friend. I'll I'll see if I can make that meeting happen. I'm sure they've been looking for a solution. I'm more than willing to help out. I... It's good to know that my talents can go towards some good things as well. Yeah. Uh, so time, Kizzy, you're going to Rastons. Olek, you're going to go deliver your thing. What you going to do next? Olek needs to go see Killa, but he also is aware that a tiefling attacked someone. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going he's gonna to do a little, a little sleuthing around to, to try and check up on someone in town. Oh, all right. Roll an investigation check for oh. me. Oh, it's gonna you. be bad. I hate you so much. Oh. Really should hate me. I hate you, Siobhan. You don't know it's Siobhan? That's it, a nine. 
It could be any random tiefling, okay? Could be yep. any, any random, random tiefling. tiefling. All right, so we'll get to that. If you're gonna, are you gonna, how long are you gonna be looking for? Because it's gonna take you with with a low investigation. Well, it's gonna take you a while before you find any information. Uh, Oleg's gonna look for about like about like an hour. Yeah, in an hour you're not gonna find anything on her. And then to kill us. <laughs> then to kill us. All right, you get to kill us right as they're opening up. Ella is at the front. She goes, "You, sir." Ah, uh, you know what? It's one of my favorite sounds in the entire universe. My brother cursing for hours on end. I like her a lot. I want to. I want to thank you so much for that. Just here, she pulls out ten gold, gives it to you. Like I, I want that to go to your armor for the joy you gave oh, me. Excellent, but is it ready? Yeah, uh, you know it, is. it is. Oh, yeah, I do know it is. So Olik is in the moment and so, excited. Killa is already wheeling out something underneath a blanket to you from behind. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, Her, I heard your lovely voice, and I knew that you'd be coming for this. This material oh, so is awful to work with. Oh no! But it's impressive. Which Ooh. material was this? The twin this was the twin collies. So he he pulls pulls it off, yeah, and you can see sets. where he's added a little bit of metal here and there. But mostly, what you have is a reinforced set of armor that is the, the twin collie body, and sh all the, all the arm is segmented to be useful, down to even having the fingertips covering yours. You can see places where runes have been just etched in. This the shell is almost like metal the way he has now treated it. Huh. It it seems to adjust almost to the light as it hits it. Ooh. And it is gorgeous. Oh like I wanna know what love is. <laughs> <laughs> He's even fashioned out of other bits of like the other parts, like side shields for your legs and made made boots for it that Oh. The Twin Clan Clyde don't have boots, feet per se, but he's managed to fashion something. Oh. So I don't have a card for you today. What you have is a plus one breastplate oh. that grants advantage on stealth when in the sand. Oh, oh God, that's not <laughs> Because the armor will shift to match almost the color of the sand around it. That's very nice. Like, I take it to approve. Uh, yeah, yes. All right. Nah. Yes. Right on. Like yeah, it. yes. So you put it on, and as always, Killa has gotten a perfect fit. Even the fingers on the gloves perfect are fit. a perfect well. fit. Mm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and it is, it, it feels like a second skin as you put it on. Ooh. She's had armor made by him before, actually. She um, still wears parts of it. That's, tr that's true. So, yeah, you now have your armor. I mean, Absinthe's armor was made by Killa. Yep. Now have Time's armor was made by Killa. So one of them was. One, one. of them was made by a turtle halfling. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So early in the day, Zenithia, you wake up after your un uneasy sleep, and you, what do you want to do with your morning? Would I know what time the, like, uh, the, the like, palace opens or the you, you were You were given a time. Like, okay. Like, oh, you should come up, like, this this time in the morning. Like, probably end, end of the first, first watch, probably would have told you. I don't think there's anything I need. I, pr I imagine I would have everything I need for like a journey. Yeah, yeah, you've got everything. Okay. Um, you know, just a pocket full of diamonds that are worth at least 300 <laughs> gold. <laughs> nope, but um, lots of miniature tarts. Yeah. So you, Pime and Kizzy, you arrive earlier than Zenithia does, but not by much. Wearing the armor as per time's request is in my bag of holding. Good. What's my patriarch's name? Uh, Bethus, or Bethan. Write that down, otherwise we'll forget it. 
he kind of leads you to the palace and asks if you want him to accompany you. Or <laughs> all right, so he does. You two, uh, Kizzy and Time, you you arrive and you you there's some changes that have been made to the room. This floor has been more or less given over to Erval. There's no longer the Emerald Heartstone being stored out here. Good, 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 good. Um, it was such a conversation piece. Erval is just waking up, kind of over his books, e- eating eating a breakfast with one hand while looking through things. Sitting on books, surrounded by books, using books as a table for more books. Eating a book. Eating a book. <laughs> eating, <laughs> a book. <laughs> eating with a book. Oh. <laughs> eating a book like with another book. book. So Ra- Rashton greets you and asks if he can get you anything. Uh. <laughs> and so, Zenithia, as you are led back to the tower by the guards, you were, they actually seem to be expecting you this morning. Isn't Raston probably told them there's going to be someone coming for coming to talk to Erval and myself. Uh, you walk in, and there are two people you don't recognize oh. here this morning. In fact, there are two tieflings. One of them is a, a young male tiefling. He has pale purple skin, uh, is wearing armor. Turtley armor. Turtle-patterned <laughs> armor. You see he's got a plethora of weapons. He's got a, a bow on his back that's got like flame patterns on it. You see he's got uh, some strange-looking implements at his side, like metal tube with a handle on it. And then one on my back. And a whip, a sword, another sword. <laughs> Covered uh, in weapons. Yeah. Um, I can barely see the armor at that point, yeah? You, you can barely see the armor, but he... You can barely see the teeth. ...black hair, and he, he's standing there talking to Raston. And the other is a, a young female tiefling woman. She's gorgeous. She has long, black, flowing hair. She's wearing, wearing a dress this morning. I look great. Yeah. As usual. <laughs> no she, weapons on me. You see that she's wearing a holy symbol uh, around her neck uh, that is of Aris, the goddess of travel. Uh, so you see them speaking with Raston this morning. Would I have ever seen Tinklings before? You know, that is a solid question. You may not have ever seen a Tiefling in Maybe your life. Maybe like in a book, but... You know what they are. Okay. Like you're, oh, you're aware, but you've never seen one in your life. Okay. Uh, so yeah, wow. you you yeah. This is probably the first time you've ever seen a tiefling. Okay, you haven't even seen too many humans in your life. Yeah. Um, God, this city must be blowing your mind. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Kaha's first, and then here. Um, hello. As I would be walking in, I would like to shout, "Ervil, I'm here!" <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, Lady Zenithia, th- thank you. Uh, th- th- is this your mystery lady? Yes. Uh, Zenithia, this is uh, Priestess Kizzy and uh, Master Time. You could just call me Time. Okay. I'm just uh, Kizzy. I'll go up and shake both of their hands. How firm is your handshake? Decent. Well, <laughs> noble. It's up to you. She's a noble. I know a good handshake. 14, Ooh, man. Yeah, it's a good, it's, it's a, a, decent, it's a decent, decently good handshake. handshake. I, know, I know how to deal with new people. In there, nice, firm grip. Firm grip. Who are you two and why are you here? Friends. Okay. Yeah, before Kizzy can say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, uh, yeah. I assume you both know Master Ervil. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes, so I've known them for quite some time. <laughs> we helped him get his position here, sort of. The transfer? Perhaps yeah. we negotiated the transfer. I heard he was in Dalsera before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That place kind of went tits up, so. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> I mean, my library may have burnt down a little bit, but. Just. A lot. I, I lost much of my research, but Master Time here helped me recover a lot of it. You seem to have some information about that. Some inside info. It's interesting. Okay. Well, you, you came poking around about some weird legacy artifacts, didn't you? Uh, maybe. 
<laughs> yes or no? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I have an acquaintance of mine that is long friends with Ervil that is very uh, knowledgeable on the subject of legacy artifacts. Keep my eye on her after she said yes about um, yes to the legacy artifacts. Ro- roll insight then. Hardcore. But I'm just like acquaintance. <laughs> oh. That's that's a t- non-natural twenty for me. Eighteen. You actually think back to something that Rasten said last night too. That Revelin mm-hmm. was someone that Ervil mentioned to you some time ago yes. about oh my one of my associates that he's worked with. So that doesn't strike you as being too odd. That that seems to be a very truthful thing that she is saying. Uh, I'm a I'm a scholar from Villas Halls, and um, where's that at? It's at Amakir. Oh my, I've never been to Amateur. I really want to go well, so... we were kind of there. It, we were in Grandier. It's beautiful. <laughs> Not like this arid desert. It has its perks. If you meet the right people. Mm. It's arid. It's arid. Not enough rain. <laughs> I miss the rain. Me too. Kind of. <laughs> you guys have trekked the length of it. You know how horrible this <laughs> desert is. <laughs> Jarmok's not bad. It's probably the best part in the desert. I would hope so. The rest of it is a desert. Well. There's places. Have you found things in the desert? An oasis. Um, the stronghold. Yeah, the stronghold. Stronghold? Yeah, what? Ifrit lived there. We found a place that we thought, uh, what was that thing that we had to get the breath of? Or you had to get the. the stone Drake. Yep. Yeah. Storm Drake. And the, the, was the pillars. Yeah, there the was the pillars of creation that we knocked down onto it. Some weird stuff out in the desert. Well, sounds very interesting. So, are you fellow scholars or adventurers? Oh. <laughs> I am a priestess of travel, so anywhere I go is a part of my religion. What about you? He doesn't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, stranger danger. <laughs> <laughs> I got this time. Intervenes. <laughs> I've been around. I'm the tiefling with book. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm not going to show you my book. <laughs> it's a legend book. So you might have some inside info that I'm looking for then. Let's see, you're looking for what were you looking for? Well, my uh, associate Ravalin mm-hmm. has taught me a thing or two about some of the so-called legacy artifacts that mm. seem to exist. Allegedly. Yeah, and he seems to think that Master Ervil has more info that I would be looking for. So that's why I'm in the city. But what are you looking for? Um, mostly just research. I feel like you're in the best place. Yeah. Uh, I need you to roll a deception check. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you need to... Perception or insight? That'd you need to roll insight. He needs to roll deception, because that's a lie. Oh! That is a 16. 14. Uh, I'm still... <laughs> I'm just like, dodging my question. <laughs> there was almost no way you were going to be... I have a plus 8. <laughs> you can tell that she's being a little bit dodgy. She's like, it's a good thing that t- time failed it. It's like, yeah, <laughs> time. <laughs> Just met you, yeah. legacy artifact, and you lied? <laughs> <laughs> I might have some history with what I believe to be a legacy artifact, and Master of All and thinks so as well. What? Wh- which one do you, do you think that you've had interactions with? You guys are so lucky Ulrich is not there. That's that's all all I know. Just kind of like, really, I'm just here to talk to uh, Erval about. Uh, I mean, I was going to say, I'll show you mine if you show me yours. (laughs) 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 Well, I don't actually have anything to show 
per se. That you've interacted with legacy artifacts? Uh, interacted might be a strong word. So you so you maybe once saw read about the name in a book once and now all of a sudden you're searching for legacy artifacts? Uh, well one time times just like oh thank goodness for Kizzy being nosy. <laughs> Not the one time I'm any more than that. Well, at the college, Ravallin and I took a particular interest in researching legacy artifacts. Okay. And I just wanted to know more. I'm just trying to get more information on this because I think it's a very interesting subject. And she's she's not wrong. I will agree. Uh, and what's so interesting. Well, come on, time. <laughs> and They're ob- pretty cool. An object of immense power. Seems very interesting, especially for someone as uh, deep into the magics as I am. Immense power. That's the only reason you want one? No. I just think they're extremely interesting. I mean, okay, you're, you're right. They're pretty interesting from what I've read about a lot of them. You seem to have some information on uh, specifics. Perhaps. Can I roll an insight on that? Yeah. Okay. It's not going to go well, though, I don't think. Rastin is literally sitting back drinking tea. <laughs> yeah. do, um, do I need to roll anything? Um, that's fine. My insight's not great. Not really, because you're not being deceptive. I guess, yeah. You're just trying to read. Fourteen. She's being dodgy, but it's like she. No more dodgy than you. There you go. (laughs) This is probably Irville's notes are probably some of the best notes you're going to get on legacy artifacts in in immediate era since Mm -hmm. the since the incident at Dulcera. What was the incident? You didn't hear about that. (laughs) <laughs> would I have heard about that? You would know that there was some kind of revolution in Dulce yeah. that ah. led them to some problems. There's a revolution. Civil yeah, right? yeah, that that it, lots of fire. And Did burn. you have a hand in that? Ooh, we had a hand in it. Sure. Um, it, which direction the hand went or came from? It was more like dragged. Mm. <laughs> it, it was there, and then people started slapping at it. Yeah. It. We were just there at the weirdest time. Yeah. Oh, you got caught up in it then, huh? Yeah. It's mm, unfortunate. It was. Have you ever been caught up in stuff? No. No. Not really. <laughs> I, I could tell. Most of my life has been research. Learning the arcane and investigating and learning. Are you a bad girl? What? <laughs> Are time you a is bad similar to just what? What? <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, if Define you... Define bad. If you were... Um, <laughs> in an alleyway, and you saw somebody that you wanted to attack. Would you cast darkness and then um, hurt them? Well, yeah, that's a sound strategy. Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> or if you had, like, say that you, if somebody that you had a, a quarrel with, would you hurt them or would you talk with them? Talk always. Is it because you're not strong, or because you're trying to play to my? Which is what I want to hear. And just time kind of s- steps back and sees if Reston has more tea. <laughs> His hands are yeah. looking. There's usually a uh, a peaceful solution to most problems. Generally, that's the best outcome. I'm setting the pauldrons <laughs> down in front of Ervil. Be like, I got the new pieces for you. He immediately starts copying notes. I have so much to tell you. What is that? These are, uh, from what I understand, the pauldrons of shouldered burden. It is... One of the legacy artifacts, yes. and you've never seen one. It's again, it's always kind of in conjecture, and you have your your past with them, but you've never physically been this close to one in your actual memory. Like the whole time, I kept eye contact with you. I just set it <laughs> on the table, and I'm just like, "Here you go, Herbal." What is that? 
that this is a legacy artifact, or at least part of one. Where did you find such a thing? That's I found it in an opportunity. Did you know about this? As you see, Time has tea <laughs> in one hand and a gun pointed you at the other <laughs> as you turn around. Hey, time, I made this decision. If you're going to aim that at anyone, aim it at me. Time, to be fair, if she gets out of line, this is my tower. It, it is your tower. This was more of a reflex, but I'm not putting it down. There's no need for violence. I'm not being violent. Uh, that's a little threatening. <laughs> You're presenting violence. Yeah. The potential. I mean, this is on brand for time, but I, I guess I'm just used to So Ra Rastin kind of steps forward and goes, ladies and Ithia, we have experience with, with these things, and we understand how powerful they can be. So I hope you can understand how wary we are when somebody that we don't know Literally Personally. showed up the day before. I I un I understand where you're coming from, but hope you can understand our caution. Absolutely. So, in a gesture of trying to be open, he kind of does some motions, and a green emerald amulet kind of slips out of a pocket dimension and into his hand. That's where you're keeping that. Very interesting. <laughs> I need to learn that cantrip. And so he. He holds it up and goes, we have some extensive knowledge of legacy artifacts. The breastplate comes out next. <laughs> You're like, you seem to be the people I'm looking for. I've been meaning to tell somebody this, but I met the person who made this one. Herbal and rest in unison? Go, what? <laughs> I, met, I need more tea. <laughs> I met the nameless one. What was his name? <laughs> I met the nameless one, and they told me that there are people who use this armor to ascend. Um, one of them being Sim, the other one Solana. Um, I think they said Goima. The nameless one did say that some was sent with it, some simply wore it. That's Very true. Good. Yes. Um, and then there's others who also wore it, and they used it um to help them. Some some of them wore it. Some of them ascended with it. Um. Well, I think we can guess. You do <laughs> you do see the, the the lavender purple skin tiefling start writing things in this notebook he pulls off and as soon as you look over <laughs> it's gone yeah and um I'm going to find another piece to it what are you hoping to do with it <laughs> I also I wish to ascend oh I'm working on it okay I mean it's a goal mm -hmm. I turned out being a queen for it that's impressive. So perhaps you'd be willing to share your stories yeah, since we're yeah, yeah. being a little bit more forthcoming with information. We're in a sharing mood. All right. Busy uh, as anyway. <laughs> She'll be like, ah. So I came here because Ravon couldn't really help me, but growing up, I had a very distinct dream when I was very young about a staff. I don't remember much except for the staff, exactly. And I knew as soon as I woke up from that dream. Well, I didn't actually wake up from that dream, did I? Well, you eventually <gasps> woke up from it's that dream. true. You were just like, so you're I've still dreaming. dreaming uh, no. Uh, there was some complications. and uh, Those complications probably are important. Yeah. Talking to coma? Uh, not quite, although I did wake up in a hospital. So I knew that I had to seek some guidance on this distinctly vivid memory. Dream. Okay. Well, sure. 
Uh, trust me, it felt like more than a dream. Um, I don't trust you, but go on. Okay. <laughs> so I sought out the college for other reasons, uh, mostly because I have uh, pretty, pretty potent magic, and I needed to learn how to control it. As we all do. Well, no, so... Um, What's your source of magic? That's study, study. Yeah, oh, that's right. That, that is something. Well, that time study. Was it was it? Yeah. Did you get gifted to it by some eldritch being? You're born with it, or are you study? It was something that just kind of showed up as I was growing up. Started mm. at a young age. Oh, you're a sorcerer. All right. Uh, and I knew that I needed to control it, and maybe use it for helping out people in the world. Yeah, responsible of you. No. Mostly I just wanted to learn more. Uh, and as I was at the college, Villa Sauls, uh, I met a, I, I wouldn't dare call him teacher because he does much more research Mentor. than teaching. Mentor. Yeah. As I walked in, I saw a very distinct image of a staff exactly like the one in my dream. And from that point on, it's mostly been research about the... Legacy artifacts, as they're so called. You have an image of it. Did you ever? You you would have one? one. Yeah, I'll show it to you. <gasps> so it's, she lays down kind of this piece of parchment, and it's a twisted, like wooden staff, and the, the like the branches of the wood twist around a crystalline core, and at the top it bursts out in. Like, like, it like bursts out away from the wood, and yet the, the vine, like vine-like wood wraps around it, and that's, I mean, the best that you can get from the image of it. I've seen this before. You have? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. The I'm sorry. That was size. Taylor being an asshole, and I apologize. <laughs> so I spent uh, a lot, a long time researching, honing my skills, and eventually Ravalin taught me pretty much everything he could. And what color were the crystals in the staff in your dream? Purpley blue, very deep purpley blue. Wow! Yeah. Wow! Wow! Like, wow. like oh. almost, almost black. <laughs> Not quite. I don't recall if I took any of the crystals because I remember taking some from. Oh, okay. You did. Because I wanted. You, you'd have them. That um, wasn't. It wasn't part of the thing, was it? What? thing that came to well, life. Technically it was one of the loose ones on the ground. Yeah, okay, I yeah. Got a couple of those because I was like, I'll make more of those things. So um at that point, because he's gonna just reach into the bag like maybe like this. Does it look familiar? It's not quite white the same. It's catching the light. Was it too dark? This is a little too dark. Okay. But a little bit darker. It, it, this was people. People. <laughs> this was people. <laughs> Don't <laughs> just dropping all this stuff that's gonna make Ervil go mad. He's busy with the pauldrons. Um, well, I mean, okay, I don't know if it was people. It was definitely a being at one point or part of one. That's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to go back into those caverns. Where were these caverns? Not far. Oh boy. Jarmok's a weird place. Sounds like it. Either way, I came to Jarmok see Ervil, in the hopes that he could maybe answer some more questions about uh, what is known as the Mistrot staff. Mistrot. Yeah. With a Y or an I? M-I-S-T-W-R-O-U-G-H-T. 
Oh, like it's rot and mist. Not rotting mist. No. Well, uh, maybe Herbal doesn't have exact answers, but he knows people who could propel you upon your path. Like you two? There's more of us. We have a we have a a band of merry miscreants. How long has it been since Oleg left this morning? Two, uh, probably three hours now. So he's got his armor and it's all tried on. Oleg's gonna go show it off and knows where two of his friends are. <laughs> All right, pretty perfect. We're going to get to that one in a minute. Oh, no. You. Oh, you have no idea. Well, I have quite a few notes if you guys would like to share. I don't have many notes. All of mine are from Herbal, but I could share what I have, too. I don't mind. I you don't have like any you're notes. you're on the... <laughs> <laughs> you know he's lying. Oh, I'm he's... Absolutely. <laughs> he doesn't have any notes. Are you sure about that? Yes, he's sure. Don't cry. We used to have another party member. <laughs> <laughs> he tried. Anyway, I'm oh. Gizzy from Two for One Drinks. I, and I, I bet that Lady Zanithia would be very excited about the heart of Akenia. Rasmus drinks his tea and <sighs> goes back to his work. It's empty Rustin, again. No one's listening in on this, right? No. Oh, no. What is this? I bet you would be very interested in the heart of Akenia, where I found that crystal I just showed you. Oh. Well, technically, you found it below the heart of Akenia. That's... <clears throat> There's a lot of weird stuff here in Velma. It sounds like There's it. a lot of weird stuff in a lot of places. <laughs> yeah. I have a goal to go somewhere even older than Jarmal. I mean, the heart of Akenia. Herbal, have you ever heard of anywhere called the Frozen Wastes? Sounds like my kind of place. Not not specifically, no. There's lots of places that are referred to as the Frozen Wastes, usually because they're wastes and they're frozen and they're awful. Is there somewhere that maybe is like beneath the Frozen Wastes? Like somewhere that, you, that gets frozen that you can go underneath? Um, not that nothing springs to mind, necessarily. What about you, Rastin? You're well-read, aren't you? I, I am, but nothing really that doesn't ring any bells. I can look into that. Do you have any leads? Kyrith? There's, Kyrith is an interesting place, from what I've read. I've never been. <laughs> yes, my father was technically from there, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's not important at all. <laughs> <laughs> not everything's important. That's why he has pale skin compared to everybody else around here. Better question is, where is a place that has ruins on par with the heart of Akenia? Yeah, I don't know. Heart of Akenia is by far the oldest thing I've run across. Um, so, Olek, you show up at the palace. And just like to the guards, just like. <laughs> you show up to the palace and you're starting to walk your way. They actually just let you in. Yeah, they know me. They, they do know you. And you're actually on your way up to Rassen's Tower yeah, when yeah, yeah. you hear a voice. Oh, Master Oleg, good to see you. And you turn around and Elwyn is there. Oh, uh, hi. Interesting. Uh, I had received word, uh, Master Kalis had received word that you were in town and wanted to have a word with you. <laughs> okay. I was going to see Rastin, but I can go talk to Kalis. If you'd like to come with me. All right. And Oleg falls. <laughs> All right. So you guys have anything else you'd like to discuss right now? Or gonna... Did you guys see that giant airship that came into town yesterday? Yeah, we sure did. Yeah, We've ain't been that actually, a thing? I was very closely acquainted with that airship at one point. But I recognized it. You recognize that it's an Amakiran airship, okay. definitely. Okay. I'm not sure specific one. Absence, are you just going to kind of talk with Fran? I'd work my way back to talk to a ball okay. and explain... I'm not fully trusting these people, but she is a poison expert. A ball's willing to 
have Freya come and, and meet her. Oriana makes it clear that it'll be under close supervision. And you knew no, Oriana's not going to mess with anything. No. Like, um, that's why I want to be like, we all know. So, you you go, you talk back to a ball. You three talking about legacy artifacts for a bit. Um, Zenithia, you're learning quite a bit of interesting things today. But, Olik, you are led by Elwyn into Kalos' hall. Mm-hmm. It's dark as it was before, and you proceed down the, the hall to where Kalos is on his giant throne. And How giant is he today? He's very large today. All right. He's, as usual, he's wearing his kind of his dwarven armor that he wears. Look quite intimidating. Been a while since we last spoke, Olik. It, it has. I have been quite busy proving your skills. Yeah, yes, of course. And acquiring new equipment and just... Uh, good, good. And he reaches down and picks up an axe, has it in his hand, goes, show me. <sighs> and we're going to end there. Oh! Uh. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed coming alongside us for a little adventure. For news and updates, as well as future episodes, follow us on iTunes or Podbean. And while you're there, if you're feeling particularly adventurous, we'd love for you to rate and review the show as well. For contact information, as well as any information on the campaign, head over to throughthebalcony.podbean.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.